This week's episode is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider of spoken word entertainment. Get a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash mugglecast today for details. Broadcasting live on Ustream to Potter fans across the world. This is MuggleCast episode 186 for December 9th, 2009. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to MuggleCast Live, episode 186. <laughs> ben, Matt, and me, all in the MuggleCast studio. This is a MuggleCast first, three people in the studio, but also joining us via Skype to the most talented people in Harry Potter con- uh, podcasting, Eric and Micah! What's up? Hey. Hey guys. Ladies, it's a pleasure to be speaking to you. You're both based on the East Coast. We are here on the West Coast. We are... We are... We're nationwide. Live. Yeah. We're live, we're worldwide, and thank you to the 938 people currently joining us on Ustream this evening. We are here to discuss numerous things. Uh, first up, <laughs> there, was a, hmm. uh, there was a trailer that I believe took us all by surprise. Um, oh yes, I was shocked. It was the trailer that nobody thought would become a trailer. Uh, we had heard for a while we were going to be getting a Deathly Hallows preview on the Half-Blood Prince DVD. And we all thought, well, you know, we were, honestly, we were kind of screwed with Half-Blood Prince. I mean, you know, we, we, got, we got little teasers in the beginning, but they kind of sucked. And then they pushed the movie back. Eight months. Then they pushed the movie back, correct. But now, here we are with Half-Blood Prince is all out of the way. Now all eyes are on Deathly Hallows, and we got this really cool trailer, this really cool Deathly Hallows trailer, um, on the Half-Blood Prince DVD. Woot. And uh, Eric Skull, what did you think about this trailer? Did it blow your mind like it did this- for me? No, Andrew, it made me nervous. Nervous? Do Ooh. tell. Nervous. Do tell. Oh. Yeah, well, this is how it starts, and this is kind of my tirade here, my personal vendetta. But I have to say that this is, I mean, right before this trailer was leaked, and it was leaked, um, you know, a few days before the DVDs came out, we had those those two uh, promo pictures that we got the high-res quality of. And I'm worried uh, – now, I know that this trailer, thankfully, was part of this DVD of Half-Blood Prince that was released. But I really hope that all this special footage ends here for quite some time. Uh, Why? Warner, Brothers is, a ha- Warner Brothers is a habit of spoiling the film, <laughs> releasing clips. You, you it's know, promotional material, the- Eric. Yes. There it- is, no, there's promotional material. No, it's not, Andrew. There's promotional material, and then there's, like – spoiler and additional and unnecessary material and that's mm-hmm. what it, the, this could f- very quickly escalate you to. know eric I, I don't appreciate this i mean we're here in the holiday season everybody's very happy you know we're, we're getting a uh, you know a great trail and Warner brothers has given us a gift eric yeah well, oh oh well it was a gift 
It no, was, it is. It's it's cool. It's freaking awesome. It's you know a look into the Deathly Hallows film, which I think is going to be the best two part film series or two part film ever. Okay, well, um, we'll get into general thoughts, you know, in, in a little bit. We'll get into that a little bit more uh, later on. But right now, let's go point by point, guys, and discuss this trailer because honestly, there was a lot of stuff in this. And Eric, you can just sit in the corner and be all huff. <laughs> I saw too well, much. Andrew, <laughs> first, you should tell people uh, where they can find this trailer if they haven't. Well, uh, MuggleNet.com, of course. I mean, okay, sure. But <laughs> is, um, that, is that legal on that thing that they may or may not have have purchased? Perhaps yesterday. Oh, I oh. think it's legal now, right? The DVDs are out, so it's legal now. No, well, but you can't just rip a clip off a DVD. Never been legal. And put it online. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's what happened. Somebody got the DVD early a few days ago, and they sent us the clip. And it was on the weekend, and you know WB's not working on the weekend, so we so posted the weekend. It. It's it's okay. It's it's, it's okay. Not illegal. Yeah, yeah, we can get yeah. away with we we can get away with murder. Um, so we posted it, and I, immediately I go to Micah and I said, Micah, I am scared for Monday morning because I fully expect a call from WB, them saying, take it down, take it down now, it's illegal. But sure enough, they didn't, and I'm kind of surprised. I don't, I'm not sure why they still are okay with the truth. Well, you know, by maybe, the, maybe by you the should end- call up Warner Brothers, Andrew, and make I don't sure that they know. have your – no, make sure that they have your number. They maybe do. They just well, they, they call me when number. we get in trouble for other things, so <laughs> – <laughs> So you think maybe, they just didn't care, though, because number, though, they don't have the you DVD? Do? They just stopped calling. Well, that would be good if they stopped calling. That means everything's all right. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we po- so we posted this online. This is available on the Half-Blood Prince DVD. Um, by the way, uh, just throwing that out there, somebody in the chat is saying that I am so beautiful. Thank you. Um, with that new 27-inch iMac. I mean, that's right. This compliments you very well, Andrew. So, <laughs> with this trailer, we get an intro from David Heyman, the producer, and David Yates, the director. And um, this part actually didn't leak online. Or no, no, it it didn't at first, but then it did a little bit later. So, um, and and this little intro from them had these cool behind the scenes um, photos. Did you guys see these? Um, one of the one of the first ones that we see are Harry and Hermione dancing. Right. And when I first saw this, I thought to myself, "What? WTF? We don't see uh, Harry and Hermione dancing." Well, as it turns out, David Yates said in an interview a couple weeks ago. Um, somebody asked him, David, what's your favorite scene in this movie? And he said, it's very difficult to find a favorite scene, but something we just did as a part of, uh, as a part of the movie truly is priceless. It's a part where her- uh, Hermione and Harry dance together and not in the book. It's something we created for the film and is actually very tender and a very nice and respectful, um, I don't know, scene that, uh, where they reveal some secrets from each other while dancing. Do wow. you think this is going to reignite the uh, Harry Hermione shippers? Yeah, I think it's one I, last Actually, I think that's what they're going for, Ben. It's very interesting that you say that. But uh, even some of the other news we have about Harry being nude in particular scenes, um, it, you know, which is written in the books, don't get me wrong, but they're really going to have to lay that on hard to kind of, I think, um, make it more you know, real, Rupert, seeing Harry and Hermione the, uh, together. They PG rating out for that. Right. But I'm oh, wondering... They wouldn't- well, okay, but they're 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 dancing and they're apparently they're sharing secrets with one another. I mean, what yep. what's is it is That's it odd? Is it going? It is it something like this where they're like, oh, no. mm-hmm. so Harry, so so Harry, tell me, what do you know about the Deathly Hallows? Well, I don't know. I just want to dance. Okay. Um. 
No, but seriously, uh, seriously, uh, all, all oh. gaga, all aside, what, what is the, what do you think? Are they sharing secrets or something, or what's going on? Well, do you think this, this is probably after Ron left, right? So it's just the two of them. Oh, oh, so it's a dance. Oh, I get it. Maybe so he's you're just, implying that it's like he's maybe comforting Hermione after she's. What's so like? Ron is gone. Ron is gone. All right, all right. Like that? No, not really. No. You can't so, hear Matt. He's very far away. Matt, what what do you think's going on in the scene then? I I think maybe her, um, Harry just wants to comfort Hermione because she's obviously really upset that Harry left. Mm. So maybe they just want to have a dance or something. Maybe I don't know. I haven't seen the scene yet. Yeah, we well, still they're, can't they're hear that. They're super tight. They're super chill. They they always. I mean, they cried together the in the last film. Stuff. What did Matt say? They cry. Can you guys not hear? Me? Can you not hear? Oh, no. I just realized. <laughs> now you That's can hear that. Now you can hear that. Sorry. Oh, oh is that better? <laughs> the yeah, people. Good to have you. I was wondering why everyone was talking over me. This this um people on the stream could hear him just fine, but not 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 uh Mike and Skype chat. Sorry about that. All right, so. Oh. <laughs> So so anyways, Ron and I mean Harry and Hermione, they they do these things. They go off and they have little chats about Ron. Uh we saw a little clip of that one of the deleted scenes on the DVD actually has uh Harry and Hermione, you know, discussing Ron and you better not be snogging in front of me and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. But I think it's just another uh one of those situations. Micah, do you have any ideas about the dancing? Yeah. Where it could take place? Do you think they're grinding? So that's one of your questions. Well, they're grinding? They're, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, there's <laughs> Gaga's going on, and they're like, oh, yeah, forget Ron. That's what Hermione says. I don't know. I, I just think it's really cool that David Yates said this is his favorite scene, and it's not even something from the book. <laughs> so, you, you think it's like, he probably gets asked that question so many times, he just makes something up. He's picks like, a different answer yeah, each time. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, this scene is beautiful. Wouldn't that frustrate a lot of people, though? I'm sure some people listening to the show right now, that, that his favorite scene is one that's not in the books. Well, that's what I'm saying. After... Well, yeah, because it's where he got to be the most creative with. It's probably. too early to tell. Maybe, maybe that's not why he likes it. I think, you know, as a director, you're forced to watch the actors, and he might really... I just think he really fancies uh, the, the chemistry between the, the trio, oh, yeah. and that's why. Because like, if you look at this, like, he, he, they show the clip of Harry and Hermione dancing while he's talking about them, and it it, it just it, it looks very um, friendly. You know, it looks very yeah. close and, and and cute and quaint. But what do you guys think? I mean, you've seen the. I mean, we have uh, shots of it, screenshots. But w- what does the background look like to you? Because it looks like. To me, that there are like tents set up or something. Well, yeah, so this be- it, it, it looks exactly like the tent from the Goblet of Fire. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think I think this is one of the one of the tents that they bring when they're you know on their on their road trip. Right. And it, it does look a lot like the one that's in Goblet of Fire. Um, I think it's exactly the same one because the tables look the exact same. Yeah. So I, maybe yeah. it's the Weasley tent that they just took. Rough yeah. economy. WB had a reused material. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be kind of odd, wouldn't it? Because you know, tents. It's yeah. worth. I think this. Though they're dancing in the foreground, and I wanted to say that the the steps in the tent were probably just part of the set. You know, the camera will never show them. But but then Harry and Hermione are dancing in the foreground, so I don't really know. Well, what it, kind well, of... also in Goblet of Fire, those tents had steps inside too. But did they, they look? Were they planks? Were they like a back deck? I think so. Yeah, I, I think really? so. If people, in oh, the okay. chat I mean, wanna, you're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody in the chat says there's steps in the tent. I and I think that's sort of just to show how dynamic, how how large and insane these tents can become yeah. in, when yeah. you when you go inside of them. So I, I, you know, I think it's cool. Cool. 
he, every person has their own little loft in the tent. I think that's very nice. Wasn't that tent destroyed in Goblet of Fire? It was like a nuclear wasteland oh, after uh, Death Eaters went it. through there. They bought a new one, okay? Jeez. They can't afford a new one. They can't. They probably a made one. a yeah. I love Fred magic. and George donated their new one. Yeah, that's easily solvable. You don't know their per- personal financial situation. The Weasleys? <laughs> it's pretty apparent in the books. Um. Okay. We also see before. This is all before the trailer even starts. It's like whoa. Um, we see a quick shot of the cast filming the wedding scene. That was nice because this is our first look at the wedding scene. You see lots of purple. I'm going to try to get some uh, images up for the people on the Ustream. Um, sort of a mess mm-hmm. right now. But um, we see Bill and Flora in the center. They're dancing. They're having a wonderful time. Um, Molly and Bill are on the outside. So they're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Molly in this. Yeah, give it up for Molly Weasley. Give it up. Come on. Hands in the air for By Molly. By the way, speaking of that, Mikey, Mikey Boucher was supposed to be here tonight, but unfortunately, he's very sick. Uh, Mikey, we hope you get better. He called me this morning. He's like, I am so... Uh, I was going to get out my phone creator, but I couldn't. Um, he called me. He's very sick, so we wish you well, Mikey. We'd like to remind you again that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Audible has over 35,000 titles to choose from to be downloaded and played back anywhere, just like MuggleCast. Log on to audiblepodcast.com slash MuggleCast to get a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. Again, go to audiblepodcast.com slash MuggleCast for your free audiobook. So it, it looks like a nice party. You can see the Phelps twins in the background. Um, they're dancing. But that, I think that's all we see. Do we see anything else, guys? Anything else? In that, in that shot? Not really. Yeah. It's kind of quick. It's, you know. But but you get it. We see that they're there. They're doing a jig, it looks like, they're, from the... Um... Yeah, it does. An Just Irish the, jig, you know? Yeah, sort of... from, the, from the foot movements. That's or, the way it looks or it could me. be Gaga. I mean, we don't know, in all fairness. God, it's give probably me. Gaga. Gaga yeah. won't go away. <laughs> uh, I've had a little bit too much. Of Gaga. Yeah. Okay, so we also see the trio walking through... Um, some a, a town area and can you do you guys know what is this Diagon Alley or what is this do you yeah, know this is this is I th- I'm think I'm taking this is after the wedding breaks up and they go into that uh that pub you know in, in Deathly Hallows they go into the pub and you know mysteriously these death like they they use Voldemort's name so the death eaters just kind of show up mm-hmm. out of nowhere is it is that where they're at it might be yeah that's that's probably a, a good guess just because I don't think it could be Godric's Hollow with the three of them there, because don't only Harry and Hermione go to Godric's Hollow? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, just, you're right. Yeah. Isn't there a scene where Hermione has, like, blood on her hands? Yeah, that's the, that's the next scene, isn't it? It's in the, this is, I think, not in the trailer yet. Um, Wait, it's think, the previews. Mm, okay. I think you guys missed, there's a, right before the wedding scene, there's one where they're at the cemetery, or there's a cemetery, and, and snow is lightly falling to the ground. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we and also see that in the trailer. I think um, right. that may be later in the notes. But yeah, and that's is. What do you think that is, Eric? Oh, that's probably Godric's Hollow. But if it is, I just want to you know comment on the snow falling is perfect. It's like very silent. <laughs> they got very it just silent, right. hilly. Yeah, they did. They did just get it just right. They captured that, the flakes per the right the right amount and the right pace is what it looks like. <laughs> the amount of flakes per fall. A silent, yeah, exactly. That's if, very important. If you could see David Heyman right now and say one thing to him, would it be, "Thank you for the perfect snowfall"? 
I, I think I would. <laughs> I was a little worried about the snow at first, but you know what? You pulled well, it off great. It captures the moment. It's a it's hallowed ground. No, man. you're right. You're right. He's going to see his parents' headstones. Now, Eric, do you think there's too much snow? Do you think the snow's, <laughs> the snow's giving too much away? They could dial it back a bit, Ben. I think. Uh, okay, so we also see, uh, and this is our first look. Uh, well, it's not our first look actually, because we've seen this so many times um, when they were doing on location filming. Uh, they built this thing in Pembrokeshire, Pembrokeshire, if if I remember correctly. Um, they built this on a beautiful beach. It's Shell Cottage, and I gotta yes. admit, when I first saw this picture, <laughs> it reminded you of the Jersey Shore, didn't it? It did. I was like, <laughs> you're like, I'm. He wanted to go home. Jersey baby. No, when this trailer first leaked, it was in it was in um, crummy quality. And I thought that thing to the right, I thought that was the back of Hagrid's head. Because <laughs> you squint at it, it kind of looks like it. Yeah. The quality was so it. bad, you know? So. Oh, a cottage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we see the cottage. It looks beautiful, doesn't it? I mean, the detail on that thing is gorgeous. I want to buy it. Yeah. Let's go on eBay. Well, you know, that's the thing. It's like they, they build these beautiful things, and then they just destroy them. Yeah, they should, like auction it off on Muggle Castle Live or something. <laughs> Surefront property. I'm sure the weather there is not too pleasant. You may not want to be there too long. Um, but at least you got Shell Cottage living. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, at this point, the trailer has begun. We're past the uh, little intro from Heyman and Yates. And uh, we see Shell Cottage as the first shot. And then we see Daniel as Harry, of course. And he's talking to someone. He says, what do you know about the Deathly Hallows? Now... This has um, gotten a lot of people up in a uh, and like oh my god, it, he's talking to Ollivander. People are wondering why he's talking to him because uh, wasn't he missing exactly? Um, so what do you guys think of this? And I'll, I'll try to provide my this. This is Shell Cottage. He's talking to him in after he gets rescued. Yes, yeah. but but Ollivander Ollivander. Is explaining to Harry the Deathly Hollows. Well, maybe he maybe he wants to talk to him again about it. Maybe he. I mean, he or yeah. he probably already knows from um, Xenophilius. Yeah, but he probably is probably like like easing in onto um, asking him about okay. Voldemort. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But a lot of people are like freaking out about this. They're like, oh well, my the God. Elder Wand. It's incredibly relevant. Yeah. But I think what's going to happen here is in uh, part one, you're going to see you're going to see them talk to uh, Xenophilius. And in part two, Ollivander is going to be explaining the Deathly Hallows to Harry again or going into more detail about it. I think that's what's going on. People are afraid that the way this trailer is set up, it looks like Ollivander is the one who's telling all this stuff and Xenophilius is not telling him anything. Right. We we did have that shot of Xenophilius. We know, you know, that Yeah, we that know he's there. Of, I mean, he was yeah. cast and Yeah, he was cast and everything, so that should be an indication. Right. That's his only But I mean, is this really part. from part 1? Well, then? and that's the other thing. People are like, is this trailer for part 1 or is it for both? This trailer's for both. It, it they never designate this as being a trailer specifically right. for part 1. Well, because I remember for the for the trailers for um, Lord of the Rings, they had um, parts from other films too, into the trailers. And they they filmed all those at once, right? Yeah, they filmed all three at once. And oh, again, I true. mean, this is a preview. It's not you know, it's not a, an official trailer. This is just a preview. So we're we're looking at the whole the thing as a whole right now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so, all right. Well, <laughs> that was solved pretty easily. Yeah. Um, by the way, yes, the, the 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 movies really are going to end. Somebody in the chat wanted to know. They said they're going to cry. Where's this chat you speak of? The Ustream chat. By the way, people on Ustream, um, we would love to trend on Twitter. And we got to do it before Glee starts on the East Coast, which is in about uh, 40 minutes. Otherwise, we'd never have a chance. So right now, uh, if everybody could please tweet something, tweet anything. But just put MuggleCast in I'm, your tweet somewhere. I'm doing tweet mine right now. Tweet MuggleCast right now. And we can start. Uh, we could trend. Uh, this is pretty, you know, we've done this before with other podcasts. Um, I think this is possible for us. MuggleCast is, of course, our largest podcast, and we're most proud of it. Um, so tweet MuggleCast right now. Let's see if we can get trending. Uh, while you guys are doing that, we will continue to move on. MuggleCast Live or just MuggleCast? Well, you know, do what you want. But just make sure it includes MuggleCast. We also see these eyes. Um, the, these spooky eyes. Whose eyes are these, Micah? We should play game, <laughs> name I like how eyes. you asked me that question. Whose creepy eyes are those? <laughs> Micah, you're good at identifying creepy eyes. Please tell us. I, I read somebody um, sent something in, uh, I think, and I, I agree with them. I think it's uh, the Minister of Magic. Uh, this is Scrimgeour? Oh, Scrimgeour. Because uh, the next picture is, is a scene with a lot of cameras flashing, and I, I thought that him? was a scene where he, he has to go before a bunch of reporters and oh. say something. I, I'm not quite sure. It, it actually looked like Gary Oldman. You know, you know, yeah, that's what like I thought, too. Black. It, it looks yeah. like a lot of people to me. At first, I thought Snape, but this guy's a little too thin, I think. Um, then somebody speculated Grindelwald, um, but that doesn't really make he sense. He's a little too young. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I heard the, the the theory about the minister. I think that's that's a good idea. Um, somebody said, yeah, somebody said in the chat or in, in the on the MuggleNet comment board, they said, oh, oh, I, I know whose eyes those are because um, those are Bill Nye's because he does the same exact eyebrow raise in Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean 3. You know what? She's right, though. He does that eyebrow raise in all yeah. of his movies. Oh, why can't and they original? do look like him. I'm just kidding. He's a great actor. But uh, Bill Nye. Sorry. Sorry. Bill Nye. I, wait, is it Nye or Nye? Is silent. Okay, so it's Bill Nye, like the science okay. guy. Yeah. Bill, 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 Bill Nye, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. The scrim, uh, sure, uh, scrim, it looks sure. like reporters, though, doesn't it? That he's yeah. standing Definitely. in front of? M- maybe it's like his intro as a character because he was introed in the books in book six. So, so maybe he was like so doing ahead. like an aggret. No, sorry. Oh, I was going to say if the eyes are the window of the soul, what, what does this guy's soul say? I like to tilt my head and raise my eyebrow. It says, wow! Yeah. I, I can't find what, the eyes. What are I'm the like, other options? Who are some of the other people that it could be? Well, I'm I said, um, somebody, some people said Ollivander, because mm-hmm. this is like right, this, this shot comes up right after Harry says, what are the Deathly Hallows? Uh-huh. And then boom, eyes. <laughs> like, oh my God, you went there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but, mm-hmm. what about Gregorovich? Yeah. That's a good theory. Uh, some people in the chat are saying Aberforth, but I... <laughs> Those aren't Aberforth eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're creepy eyes, but... Well, he mean... Creepy. Yeah, not, not, not that kind of creepy. They're not no. goat-loving eyes. It's like, yeah. hello, Micah, tricks. you always have to talk about the goats, don't you? <laughs> he always has to name it, the name It wouldn't be a proper too. show without... It's that. funny, because Micah approached me a couple months ago, and he said, you know what? Enough of this goat thing. We've got to stop. 
but he still brings it up on his own. I try not to, Micah, it's, but you do. It's for entertainment purposes. I know it I is. Think, I think Micah might be in cahoots with Aberforth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Micah might have a little goat problem, little goat thing on the side. Or maybe WB asked them to uh, start pushing Aberforth so they can push some uh, Aberforth merchandise, because really, who cares about them? Unless you, uh, well, now that Dumbledore's dead, the right. real Dumbledore, and they need to pick up off his the brother. The real Dumbledore. Uh, okay, so mm. here's another cool shot, uh, and we'll talk about the whole feel of this trailer later on. I mean, it, it's beautiful, this trailer. But we see Hermione, and she's walking, you know, it, it's a matter of perspective. Everybody has a different perspective, but it looks like she's walking uh, towards a, 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 a building. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about? I'm going to load up the picture right now. There it is. She's walking down this road, um, and she's going towards this building. Um, somebody speculated. I read somewhere maybe she was leaving her house or something, but... In these dark times, why would she be walking alone? These are mad times they're living in. Yeah. Her, her parents' <laughs> house. People are saying it's her parents' house. I think that does make sense. What, that that, that big, like, tower ahead is her parents' house? <laughs> the estate. <laughs> no, no, no she's, <laughs> she's leaving. Unless, maybe this, maybe, you know, Emma's busy with school at Brown University, so maybe they just decided to yeah. shoot at Brown. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure this is the Granger's estate because let's no look. Here's the here's the reasoning behind it. They are dentists, but yeah, they're, so they're they're rich. British. They're British dentists, so their property is also cheap. Oh no, because British people need their teeth fixed, oh. but they don't. But they don't get their Short teeth stick. fixed. So taking a shot at the British dental height. I'm just yeah, saying no, that geez. that would explain the estate. You know. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, I don't know because there is no scene with Hermione alone, is there? Um, except, except with you know, in passing, changing her parents. Right. Well, that yeah. So maybe they decided to include it. I mean, Hermione does kind of look kind of a badass walking away. She looks like she's on a mission. It's kind of cool. Yeah, this reminds me of a, a song by uh, the the classic rock band White Snake called oh. uh, "Here I Go Again on My Own." Andrew, can you play it? Come on. I can. Oh, hey, the chat says that Harry could be under his invisibility cloak. Oh, but look how perfectly. Busted the chorus, Andrew. I, yeah. <laughs> it totally defines the situation. Musical break. I'm just, I'm looking at the picture. Fast right. forward, Andrew. You gotta get the part where it's like, here I go. Yeah. Get out of there, Hermione. Go. Go! He's shaking her head, going, "Yeah, it's time for Hermione." Oh, one day, girl power. <laughs> These old segments aren't dead. the 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 chat is convinced that we just had an, a session of make the music connection. That's right. That's exactly what we just did. Yep. Uh, well, here, let's uh, experience that real quick. Make the m- 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 music connection. Nice. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Make. Okay, let, let's move along. What let's move on. What are we doing? doing? Grow up, Ben, please. Um, I was going to bring up something else about that. Somebody are are we trending yet? Are you guys twittering? <laughs> <Yeah, up? right. laughs> ben doesn't care. We're ending the show unless we're twittering. Unless yeah. we're twitting. Glee, all I see is Glee, Tiger Woods, poor guy, and Santa. <laughs> I love Santa. I was thinking about growing a beard out. Ben, turn into Santa, Santa right now. Then we can pretend like that's... I got, I got some bleach. We can do it. We can, we can do it? Yeah. 
Well, I, the other day I decided it was my calling. I'm giving up the Harry Potter stuff and I'm going to work at Macy's. Um, we see this is the we also see in this trailer Ollivander talking to <laughs> going to Macy's, talking to Harry, and um, it was nice seeing John Hurt again. We haven't seen the guy since uh, since Sorcerer's Stone. There he is. He's looking great. Hot off the presses. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about him and how angry he is at the way that, the way that they filmed the Harry Potter movies. He said a few weeks ago, "Oh, they waste so much money over there. They're, they have all these duplicate uh, costumes, and uh, why do they need all that?" He's Rawr. a bit old-fashioned. Yeah, I guess so. I love old. his hair. Yeah, <laughs> all, all stringy and split-endy and all that. He looks like he was a prisoner. A basketball. Oh. Mm. No, just a prisoner uh, of, of the Malfoys. Oh, okay. So it's clear they're in Shell Cottage. We can see some uh, shells on the windowsill. I think that was a nice little touch. Um, anything to discuss there, guys? Um, is he in a crib? Yeah, it looks like he's in a, <laughs> it, does, it does look like that. He's, in a crib. <laughs> he's wearing diapers. He's depends. Voldemort really got to him. No, you know he laid down grip hook in the crib. So he was <laughs> to him. Hey, someone's saying we're trending. I don't know if they're just messing with me though. Sorry. Uh, Sorry to interrupt. The show. <laughs> Way to end the show. Matt's done this before too, and I'm like, you're lying. You're lying. Nope, no trending. Yeah, I think no. you guys are a bunch no. of liars. Tweet hard, folks. Tweet Mugglecast. Tweet harder. Thank you. We're not all about Twitter, by the way. I sense emails coming. You guys just wanted to tw- trend. Um, so did, we're clear about that now. So Olivander comes around in part two, and he reclares, clarifies the Deathly Hallows. Yes. Okay. Um, then we see uh, Harry and the Marauders map. That was nice to uh, see that come back again. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. Been yeah. there, done that. Yeah, that's so POA. Um, and we see Death Eaters. Where do you guys think they are? They're standing outside They're standing a house. outside Grimmauld Place. Oh. Oh. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you remember? Good theory. And Harry's like, oh. Oh, dang. We can't go outside now, guys. <laughs> no, no going outside. <laughs> house arrest. <laughs> this yeah. is actually a really awesome shot. Because they're it's just like standing a spy there. shot. Yeah, it's almost like the zombies are waiting for you to come out so they can eat your brains. Now, like, tell me you wouldn't be scared if you were sitting up in there. That would be creepy. You know, I've had nightmares like that where, like, you know, people are just standing outside your house waiting for you to come out. It's it's scary. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna be wonderful. Well, one of these nights, Andrew, I'm just going to come outside and just, like, start throwing <laughs> rocks off your window. <laughs> Who is that? Who is that? And he just tilts his head. <laughs> I'm like... Andrew, save me. You don't have to be alone. So then we see Griphook, and he's talking to Harry, and we see Ron and Hermione in the background. Um, and Griphook, it was cool to it was cool to see him. Um, is it just me, or is like did he have like a lot of makeup on? Yeah, he looks creepy. Yeah, it's like looks two- like the leprechaun. Wait, wait, those aren't his real ears. <laughs> that's, that's not Griphook. <laughs> no, it's what. It doesn't look like him. I mean, it doesn't look like oh. the grip hook from movie one. Well, well, yeah, like, it, it looks like he has well, really nice, does... like, his skin just looks too clear <laughs> for grip hook. Yeah, well, you got new yeah, face wash. Please. Key, please. Stand back. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's not, yeah, that's grip hook. Yeah, that was grip Stand hook. Stand back. So, yeah. Someone in the chat says he's aged well. You know, that's yeah. absolutely Yeah, I mean, right. his hair's not white anymore. Was it, This is Warwick Davis, isn't it? Yeah. Starred in Leprechaun. He was on episode, like, what, like 65 of MuggleCast? Of Cast? MuggleCast, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah, that was a fun uh, interview with him. Vern Troyer, though, was the original Grip Hook. No. No. He wasn't? Nope. Vern and Troyer was that kid from Austin Powers. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he, he had a Harry Potter role. Yeah, but we've fact, debated I thought this so it was many times. It's not, though, and I just, I proved this again the other day. The Ultimate, Sorcerer's Stone Ultimate Edition, 
uh, he uh, Work Davis is interviewed, and it says Grip Hook and the other dude. That doesn't prove because, anything. Because yeah, it says on IMDb that he played Grip Hook. And I, I heard somewhere that he did play it, too. That um, Vern Troyer did. Yeah, Vern Troyer. It sounds so, like where, him, too. It's it's on IMDb? Like yeah, on IMDb. Yes. Yep. Oh, Harry, oh, we, in fact, that's his most known work. If you look up Vern, Vern Troyer, it says <laughs> actor Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I don't IMDb know. Must be I'm wrong. telling you. I'm telling you. Ultimate. Uh, he was interviewed on these Ultimate Editions that just came out. Mark Davis is credited as Flitwick and Grip Hook. Maybe he sure was the voice. Maybe he was the voice oh, of Grip Hook. Yeah, maybe he was the voice. No, no, no. Because okay, grip. Okay, I mean, we grip hook is. I mean, uh, Warwick Davis is not as short as grip hook was in the film. Well, there there are more. There are more. uh, There are more goblins in that first film, aren't there? Isn't there? Yeah. Is grip hook the one? No, no. Warwick David played the um, the head goblin banker. Yeah, the one that asked for the key. Yeah, everything that was him. But he didn't play. He didn't play grip hook. Vern Troyer did. The At one who opened the vault was Vern Troyer. Yes, thank you, Micah. <laughs> All right, you know what? Who cares? We don't need to go into this anymore. This is never Vern going Troyer's to be solved. Not in the last is, That's because you are never going to agree with well, us. Who's, well, who's the current grip hook? Warwick Davis. Okay. It was him. I trust Andrew. Yeah, thank he, well, you. he plays him now, but I'm not saying that's what he, he played in the and first And he looks film. nothing like him. All right, whatever, oh, guys. Yeah, who cares? On. I mean, we're, we're whatever. This we digress. Is, this is so gaga. Um, Ooh la la. <laughs> oh my god did you guys see this what we got a tweet from mikey bouchero what did he, he say he just tweeted one minute ago he says matt Britton, woohoo you guys are doing awesome i dig the video setup oh thanks mikey I I ask him if he thinks it's rad <laughs> well, he tweeted towards right. matt it would be it would be rude for me to tweet him right. back Let, let's matt yeah has- you're jumping in the conversation all right let's move on let's stay focused here um uh, we s- next see Harry. Okay, here's another mini debate. Uh, we see Harry holding something in the forest. Is it the two-way mirror or is it the resurrection stone? Where do you get all these scenes, Andrew? I'm t- I, I, well, you can look at the Ustream chat right now as long as you have it muted. It, it's not loading for me, man. Oh. It's not. I mean, it's not updating. I'd still see this video. Oh, it's of you guys. Man, do people, I hit play? Man, well, no, no, no. Dark. Uh, yeah, hit play, but then hit mute on the volume on the thing. But, okay, yeah, it, it is a dark shot. Harry's in the forest, up against the tree. Um, everybody says it's the mirror. All right, so we'll stick with the mirror. Does, does he have the mirror? Harmonica? In... Maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's playing the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so alone. Um, okay, yeah. I, I, I... It has to be the mirror because a stone ain't that big. I thought it was like a pebble. Well, it's, a, it's a part of the mirror. It's not the whole mirror, I right, don't think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not like Snow White, like Mia Mia. In my hand. Who's the evilest? God, I'm gorgeous. Show me, <laughs> show me a hapaforth. Harry and Hermione in the graveyard is the next scene we see. Eric, we were talking about this before. Now, you were, you were commenting on the snowfall in the behind-the-scenes footage. Now, what about the snowfall in the actual footage? It's, it's on par on with par. what I'd expect from having seen the, uh, the behind-the-scenes um, look at the graveyard. It, it, it shows that in the editing process, they didn't lose or, or add more snow. They thought it was as good as I did. Yeah, yeah. But you also see the Peveril uh, gravestone. That's right. Which is very mythological, very, you know. What do you mean? Uh, the mythology of the, of the book, you know, and the, the history of the Deathly Hallows. Yeah. That's a, that's a relic. Yeah. But it also mm-hmm. it reminds me of the, uh, 
do you guys remember the the Tom Riddle Senior gravestone that they screwed up the dates on in the uh, in the props department? Yes, remember that. And then then the fans emailed and they were like, "Dude, you got it all wrong." And, but it 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 had already made it into a trailer at that point, I think, or a promo. Picture. I think it was a yeah, I think it was a promo picture. But remember, yeah. Goblet of Fire just had a bad year in general. There was also that poster that was missing a comma. <laughs> oh, that, oh. <laughs> that got people all on a tizzy. Well, yeah. What was the poster where they doctored up uh, Emma Watson? Yeah. Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix IMAX poster. Was that order, that was Order of the Phoenix or was that Prisoner of Basketball? No, 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 it was Order of the Phoenix. It was. But, the thing, yeah. but, it, but it was just the IMAX poster and people noticed because the IMAX poster had Hermione with bigger breasts whereas on the Warner Brothers well, poster... Well, it's supposed to be in 3D. Give him a break. <laughs> and it's an IMAX. Is that <laughs> much bigger? a preview of how much improved it was. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. In this scene though, isn't... I mean, in the book, wasn't Hermione and Harry supposed to be disguised? Where? Oh, in like, the graveyard? Yeah, weren't they, like, um, taking Polyjuice Potion or something? I think that's right. They were supposed to be, um, like, um, an old couple or something? Yeah, they were an old couple, you're right. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think this is better? I don't know. I, I Well, maybe they walk in under the cloak and then they take it off, because, I mean, um, for, for film purposes, you can't have them hiding under that cloak the whole time. People want to see Harry and Hermione. So, yeah. And I know they've done it before, where... It, they're semi-translucent, so you know they're under the cloak, but you still see them. Um, I, I just think that uh, it's it's better if you can actually see them. Let them take off the cloak. Okay, yeah. I mean, for God's sake, they can't even fit in any, anymore. I mean, it's even described in the books. They they uh, the cloak you can you can see, see their, their feet. feet. Yeah. Now they're going to see the writer of the history of magic, right? What's her name? Bathilda Bagshot. Is that who they're going to see? No. Who is it? What What's her name? Like what? Godric's Hollow. Godric's Hollow. What's the name of yeah. that? Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's it Yeah, that's, okay. I think so. And, and doesn't doesn't like her head pop off and a, a giant snake? Yeah, a snake out. comes out. It's one of yeah. the weirdest moments in the entire. God, I can't wait literature. to see that. I hope it's graphic. Ooh, ooh! I forgot about that. I'm all excited now. <laughs> like oh, the, the entire snake is inside her body. Yeah, yeah. Under under. I mean, it's magic to be to be fair. But it'd be interesting kinda, to see how they turn it out. Yeah. This uh, Deathly Hallows is definitely a G-rated film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think if they keep going on the trend. Well, I remember know. everybody was like, "Well, what's going to happen with this next film?" I mean, I mean, the fifth one was PG thirteen. I mean, the next one's going to be R. Then what after that? <laughs> <laughs> Part two. Part two is going to be rated X. Rated X. And C-17. Well, you know, you could make a lame joke about that now because, uh, you know, because of that naked stuff. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Oh, naked stuff. You know yeah. I love naked stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we then see the, the, these two really cool shots. I think these two shots may be my two favorite of the uh, the trailer. We see, let me switch back to the slideshow for everybody listening on Ustream. We see Harry, and he's unconscious. He's knocked out. No, uh, that's Ron. No, no, no. First, oh, before okay. the run, we see Harry, um, and he's laying there. You can tell they just came from London, and I think this is after they... Um, apparated. How, yeah, after they apparated. Because um, he's just kind of, hmm? yeah. He looks like he's seizing. Yeah. Well, I, I just wonder why he's knocked out. Maybe just because like, they were running in panic, and then they apparated... So he was just sort of like winded, I guess. Or he stopped for a quick nap. Yeah, don't they get chased down, though? As they're leaving the ministry, aren't, aren't a bunch of curses being fired at them by the people that they turned into? Is that, is that after the ministry, though? 
Or they're being, yeah, yeah, or, as yeah, they're yeah. operating that, and trying to get away from yeah. the ministry. I thought a bunch of ministry officials are after them. I th- yeah, a whole bunch they, of people, a whole bunch. I think doesn't one of them grab them and actually make it through with them to wherever they're going next, and they have to? Yeah, I think so. Actually, actually. Yeah, this actually, is probably this is probably when Harry gets splinched. I, I no, and, when and Ron, Ron gets splinched. Well, but Harry. some people are saying. Well, I guess Harry doesn't because he comes back. Yeah, so this is when Ron gets splashed. Yeah. Look, all I know is that Harry has to get up soon or the fangirls are going to sit on him. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, so we see Harry, and then we see this is a great shot. And this is another thing where <laughs> when I first saw the leaked version, and the leaked version of this, it was a camera up to a screen. I thought Hermione was wearing red gloves. Because uh, her hands just looked very red. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Hermione looks very nice with her red gloves and her nice dress. Mm-hmm. And then you see the high-res trailer, and it's blood. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Yeah. This um, is awesome. Hermione looks, if I may be so honest, fabulous. I mean, mm-hmm. look at that dress. Why? Well, where, where well, is this she, she, she just um, changed back from whoever she was supposed to portray in the Ministry of Magic. Right. So th- those were the clothes that she wore. Right. That that woman wore. Yeah. Yeah. So she looks great. Um, and there's Ron in the background, and Harry's leaning over him. And what do you think's going on? Is is Hermione, like, is she facing someone? Or do you think she's building a magical, like, she's protection around She's doing the, the charms and stuff, yeah. Yeah, to put them around the... That's pretty cool. She's like, ew, I've got blood on my hand. <laughs> Ewy! <laughs> ew! <laughs> well, um... She could wash those off pretty easily. I'm, just, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't do that first. But that is pretty gory. I mean, that's a that's a decent amount of blood she's got on her hands there. Mm-hmm. Well, Ron's dying. Well, this is the seventh book, man. You know, anything can blood happen. Blood is spilled. All bets are off. <laughs> All bets are off. It's a bloodbath, like J.K. Rowling said. Um, then we see a picture, a shot of Ron peering around a corner in London, and that's nice. You know, we see them on location there, mm-hmm. sightseeing. And there's then there's another shot of Hermione. She's doing a quick look around her back. She's like, <gasps> um, she's looking behind her. She's in London. Oh, there she is, the red again. You it blood it, on it looks like Piccadilly, <laughs> actually. Yeah, I think that's that's probably. And we saw photos, uh, paparazzi photos, yeah, when that's they were her filming dress. these. Yeah, and then we have a frontward shot or a front uh, shot looking at the trio, and Hermione's all panicked, and Harry's in the middle, and Ron's all the way in the back. And then it goes into guys. If you have anything to discuss, feel free to stop me. I'm just going to keep running through these. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this scene, though? I mean, what's what scene is this when they're being chased by um, the Death Eaters? Yeah, well, no, this is right after they um, get out of the wedding. Oh, I, I I saw some other photos you were you were doing. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I just switched in back. The forest. But yeah, the ones on the London streets. This is this is right after the wedding, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. This this is when they're on Tottenham Court Road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it gets into all the forest scenes. And it's interesting because Dan um, said just a couple weeks ago that for a good six months, all they were doing were filming these running scenes in the in the forest. <laughs> and we do see a lot of these shots. And they're cool. They're shot well. They're, they're very dark, eerie shots. And, um, you know, they're just making a run for it. It's it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. We got a we got a comment coming in through the Skype chat line from Jeremy of HPA and A, and he says that Harry and Hermione are not using Polyjuice potion in this trailer. But I I I, I don't know how that's exactly relevant at the moment because well, we know they cast Reg Catermole or whatever, so they will be using the Polyjuice potion. It's just yeah, they will use it in the movie because Hermione uses it to change into Bellatrix. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Right. We had that do, interview yeah. of her like saying how fun it yeah, was. We to see play. the pictures. Yeah. And we see the pictures. Yeah. My bad. So I don't know what quote that was. Oh, I have another and I have a reply coming. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Um. So then, what else do we got here? I think that's pretty much it. That was the rest. We see a lot of the uh, running through the forest, and then it wraps up, and that's it. So, what did you guys think overall of this trailer? I mean, uh, impressive. Micah Tannenbaum, speak mm. to me. Speak to me honestly. Open up your well, heart. Well, I'm right happy. Now. Well, you know, it was a little disappointing that you didn't play the trailer as opposed, you know, picture by picture. You know the the difficulties I have with pictures, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was it was a good look into what we can expect, and obviously, there's a lot more uh, that we haven't seen yet. And I know Eric had a had a little bit of an issue uh, with that, but I, I'm I'm happy with with that kind of a preview. We're still a while away from this movie being released. Yeah, but yeah. if it's if it stops here, is what I'm saying is I'll be happy. I mean, because <laughs> no more trailers. Oh, we yeah. already all these new scenes, dude. We already have all these new scenes. We'll we'll practically have already seen the second film before the first one comes out in theaters. Well, I think repeat. this is the, I think this is the last of the part two stuff because they're yeah. going to start pu- pushing part one. They don't want to spoil any of the plot of part two. I don't care if it's part one or part two. If it hasn't come out yet, it has no place being on our on our web. Are you about to oh, cry? Geez. It's the holidays. Cheer up. It's the holidays. Count All right. I, well, I have a clarification from Jeremy. Um, he says in the graveyard scene, remember they were in, uh, under Polyjuice Potion when they see Bethilda, and yet somehow she beckons them, and Harry feels like she knows who he really is. Right. But, yeah, so they're walking through the graveyard in this in this trailer, and it shows them as themselves. Right. As opposed to, so that's something that's obviously, that that, that is changed. Right. That, yeah. Okay. So that's that's the insight. That's what makes right. sense. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, moving along, uh, Ben, what do you think about this trailer? Are you are you impressed with it? I mean, I, yeah, I, I really am. I think that uh, we can expect good things with this film, but I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of see where Eric's coming from, where he doesn't want to be spoiled. But then you have to also remember that you make the choice to uh, watch it, so right. you can't really get too upset at WB. Uh, knowing, knowing that it exists is enough to upset me. Okay, watching it is something separate entirely. Well, you know, they probably have like the whole film like that, that exists somewhere. You know, like there's a bunch of clips that exist. Yeah, I mean, it's shot. Are you upset that it's shot? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he's just upset that the last film's starting to come out. Dude, you guys, no, no, I'm not, no. Whoa, I'm not whoa, upset about whoa, that. Eric, no, why are you so defensive? All right, all right, Eric, you guys are always with me on this. I've Whenever had enough. I talk no, 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 no. You're always listen, with me. A first look, a first look is fine. Now listen, this is too off track. We're supposed to be Make celebrating. Make it snow the in the studio or something. I know. <laughs> That'll calm Slowly. down. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, enough of this. Um, let me let me talk. Jesus. Oh, yeah, right. you don't talk enough. <laughs> I think this trailer is really good. You see the artistic difference in, in, in this film, and they have been hyping this up since starting the filming. They've said that this is going to be a road movie, or part one is going to be a road movie. I don't think we're going to see Hogwarts at all, um, at least in part one, of course. Um, so I, and I think that's great, although I think it would be cool maybe to throw a shot or two, go back to Hogwarts, see what's going on there while they're running around in the forest, but we don't, we, we don't, know, what, we don't know what we're going to see exactly. Um, but I think cinematically, I mean, this is really a time for the producers, the filmmakers to really shine because now now they can work with, you know, these these out of studio, so to speak, these on location shoots and these on location scenes. 
um, really make them special. I'm just, I'm thrilled it's two parts. It's great. Matt, how about you? About the teaser? Yes. Yeah. Um, I got to say, I was teased. Mm. It's um, I think it's a great. Te- I think it's an actually a pretty good teaser. Give me more, yes. Um, I think maybe a little bit of the editing is a little choppy, but other than that, I thought it was. I thought it was a great teaser, even if it had from both parts in it. Do you think that they probably put part two parts in it because they didn't have some of the f- shots from the first film fully finished yet? I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously the film's not finished yet, but. I think overall, this this is just a preview. This is not specifically part one. This is not specifically part two. It's just an overall broad thing, you know. Uh, we have some tweets. We asked people to send in their feedback about the about the trailer. We wanted to know what did you like about the trailer, and we got some tweets. This first one first one is from Josh Bolton. He says it looks like they've put uh, lots of the extra book details, parents, graveyard, etc., in that wouldn't have made the cut if it was one film. And yeah, I agree. I mean, we're so lucky to have this into two parts now because otherwise it just would have been we would have been complaining yeah gotta send it off right uh emma 849 says it's amazing referring to the trailer the line if it's true you don't stand a chance gave me chills it's also a little bittersweet that was quite a cliffhanger that is a great way to set up um Mm -hmm. the, the the film as a whole you don't stand a chance it was kind of a little hard to follow what he was talking about because while he was talking, all those action sequences were going. It was a lot to comprehend. Yeah. Say. Yes. Definitely you have to say it at least a couple more times. Yeah. Maybe you, that's how the first movie ends. <gasps> you don't stand a chance. Oh, I hope not. Okay, um hey, let's uh let's listen to let's let's listen to it. Let's watch the trailer. Warner Brothers Pictures presents I wish I had this an guy's exclusive voice. Exclusive look at the final chapter. Oh, sorry, that guy. Yeah, dude, who is that guy? That has enchanted the world. It's so eerie. <laughs> I count myself incredibly right. fortunate. We we don't care about this part. We'll skip skip this. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Get ready, guys. Here we go. What do you know about the Deathly Hallows? Just rumored there are three. Possess them all is to make oneself immortal. But few truly believe that such objects exist. If it's true, you really don't stand a chance. <laughs> Quite eerie. By the way, I, I know you guys couldn't see it in the chance. I, I, I in the chat. I said let's listen to it. Sorry, I, I, I couldn't bring it up. Hey, sorry, I, di- I didn't bring this up while we were talking about the teaser. But isn't it awesome that this is the um, at the end of the trailer or in the beginning, the clouds are actually moving away from you? It's in every <laughs> you other mentioned trailer. This, but yeah. what? Yeah. Okay. Explain if you watch, if you watch all the trailers, all the teaser trailers, and all the trailers for every Harry Potter f- film, the clouds are approaching you with the with the graphic. And then um, this is the only film where the cl- the storm clouds are actually moving away from you. If that's true, oh, wow. Matt, that you is don't the stand coolest a thing ever. <laughs> where is this in the trailer? I'll play it. Actually, in the very beginning, it. when you, or the very end. Oh. Go to the end with Harry Potter. Wait, wait, this part right here? Oh, this part. Oh, like you're flying through the clouds? Flying away from the clouds. 
Oh, right. Okay, well, let's... Like it's ending. Let's look at this real quick. You're I mean, going I'm telling you, go watch... I'm having a hard time grasping the importance of this, but okay. <clears throat> here, here we go, full screen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> look, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I just... Uh, I'm confused, but okay. So, that's our thoughts about the trailer. How many more th- trailers do you guys think there are going to be? By the way, people are Matt. You're absolutely right. People well, in the chat are going crazy right now. They're for, like, "Oh for, my gosh!" For Eric's sake, I only hope there's you know a couple more. <laughs> 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 well, so we get this preview on the Half Blood Prince DVD. We'll get, I think, we'll get a Deathly Hallows Part One um, teaser trailer. Then maybe one or two theatrical trailers. I don't know. This is gonna be really interesting because they got two parts to this film. Well, I yeah. think I'll, I think we'll have a teaser and a theatrical for each part. So we're then, looking at four more trailers, I think, and then three thousand more TV spots, mm-hmm. and another hundred clips from the movie itself, and then a documentary about behind the scenes that include every other missing scene that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah, and then the well, movie will come out. I, I think this uh, Tayfran person asked a good question, you know, related to the trailers. She uh, or he said that it, this one's all about the Hollows. What about? You know, the Horcruxes, could future trailers focus on those since we got really no mention of them? Yeah. Well, well each trailer is probably themed like it was last – like, remember you know, that's the a, last film? That's a good point because we – because the Horcruxes took a backseat in movie six. So seeing them – or not seeing them in movie seven is kind of very interesting because they are the key to defeating Voldemort. Right. Well, I mean they just did it in this, the, this um, teaser. I mean in the trailer it may be all about the, the, the Horcruxes. Well, yeah, and we remember with the Half-Blood Prince teaser trailer, that, that all was about uh, Tom Riddle. And that was a great trailer. Very eerie, very dark. Yeah. And then they had the fire at the trailer. They weren't all about fire. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was funny. Fire! Uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping for one more teaser, a teaser trailer. I think it is a lot to throw Horcruxes and the, death, the, the Hollows into one trailer. Because that's a lot Plus of it's information. Called, yeah, it's most called people are going to be like, huh? Yeah, because you got to explain one and then be, li- uh, be like, by the way, there's another really crazy in-depth storyline going on here. So, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about one of the, uh, by the way, well, since we're in the middle of this break right now, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's joining us on Ustream. It's wonderful to be speaking to you all on this wonderful Wednesday evening. We are going 24 hours a day. In the holiday season. Uh, 1,100 of you listening? That's great. Thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Um, Deathly Hollow. Oh, we see a couple of unique scenes in the, in the Deathly Hollows books. Or in, in the book. And this new interview... Uh, there was this new interview a couple weeks ago with director David Yates with La Vibra, and originally this didn't get picked up because it's a foreign, um, it's a foreign uh, news source, and they, it, it was like a Spanish article or some foreign language. Um, Snitch Seeker, another Potter fan site, picked it up. They noticed it, um, and a lot of stuff is revealed. Um, David Yates revealed. Uh, I'm going to quote him right now. Um, He's talking about nude scenes in Deathly Hallows. And he says, well, Dan has appeared nude in the past, but there are a couple of scenes in a new film where he will undress, but we're still thinking about how we present it. It's a fascinating scene in which Harry and Ron are trying to kill a horcrux. He tries to defend himself and creates an image of Voldemort's soul. And there are a series of images between which are Harry and Hermione kissing and embracing. 
and we will create something that feels very sexy and very intriguing to bring about reaction of Rupert. Oh, who are, Hermione are they going to be with. naked in bed? No, I, oh, I hope okay. not. Well, naturally, <laughs> and they didn't say she'd be naked. I, I assume she'll be wearing a nice like lingerie, a like nightgown, <laughs> something yeah. teddy. It's going to be red, something sexy from uh, Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, yeah, and Harry will be like nude, you know. <sighs> okay. Well, anyway, so um, and then we also learned there is a scene in King's Cross Station where Harry almost dies and sees the Dumbledore. In that scene, he will also be naked. I bet Dumbledore ne- likes that. <laughs> Look, that's the question. That's the question I have, Micah. Do you think Dumbledore will also be naked? Because how else could this <laughs> Oh, no. No. No, look. Get this. Okay, if Harry is naked and Dumbledore is just talking to him randomly about what's going on in his head, like we're in your mind, Harry, and you're nude. Like, seriously. No. It just... The only way that it won't be creepy is if everyone in that right. I, I get what you're saying. Listen, it'll go. Like, it'll go like this. Uh, he'll see Harry naked, and Dumbledore will go. Will it make you more comfortable if I took my clothes off as well? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's like shit. I'm walking around King's Cross without clothes on, and there's Dumbledore. And that's, that's very inappropriate. Eric, grow up. Straight at me. Seriously. So what is this King's Cross? Thing? I, I, I don't <laughs> that's know. Funny. He well, is naked in King's Cross in the book. First, let's talk about the press. Um, well, doesn't he find clothes, though? Hold on, hold like on a second. Hold on. Well, we'll maybe Dumbledore robes him. All right, you two. Hold on a second. Uh, so the press picked this up. They Because, you know, a, a very sexy scene in Harry Potter. Oh, my God. Uh, so there were a lot of press articles uh, from the Telegraph, the, I, I believe the AP, uh, lots of like local news sites across the country. Um, and, you know, it's a shame that it's probably getting a little blown out of proportion. Because, you know, what we're reading is a translated article. It's a rough translation. David Yates may have not exactly meant these exact uh, wording, although... And it's from La Vibra. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like, it's not like it was made up. Um, let's start with the scene, the, the Horcrux scene. I think it's a clever idea. It, it'll drive Ron crazy. I have a hard time seeing Rupert, you know, lose his mind watching this happening. But, I don't know. What, Eric, what do you think of this in particular? Ron watching a naked Harry and who knows what Hermione is going to be wearing. It's brilliant because I feel it was in the book. I mean, you know, I feel like it's really a way to interpret what was in the book. That Harry, I mean, Ron is seeing them in an intimate moment, you know, of, be, of them together. And that's obviously one of his deeper fears, I guess, you know, that, that they'll abandon him. Yeah. So that's, I think it's essential. That scene I defend, him being naked. And even King's Cross I do. I just, I really wonder how they're going to do it. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Ben, what's your spin on this? Um, I don't know. I don't really have a spin. Well, what do you think of it? I mean... He's tweeting about his hair, Andrew. Um, he just tweeted that his hair is redone. Uh, Micah, how about you? Will you stop stalking well, Ben, ben Eric? Well, I, I mean, I think I expected it for, for King's Cross because that's explicitly stated in the book. I don't think it's as explicitly stated with the scene... You know, when they're out in the forest yeah. uh, between Harry and, and Hermione. And I don't understand the need for for him to be naked in that scene. And, and if one is naked, the question obviously comes up, will the other be? I mean, you might as well be, well be equal opportunity. Well, well, I think I think the whole uh, – there's like a symbolism thing going on here where, you know, Harry dies, like sort of pseudo dies and then – you know, right. you, you, like he's naked because you come into the world naked, and he's like, 
he's like supposedly you know this in this moment he's like completely open to the world and right you know he's learning everything he's supposed to know and he has that one final moment with Dumbledore before he uh, goes back to finish off good old Valdi with clothes. I mean is he yeah, is Dumbledore just going to be cool with that? Like Harry's <laughs> walking around naked. Hi, hi Harry. Well, something you know. tells me that I don't think the the nudity or, or lack thereof is really going to be the focus of that scene. No, but well, not st- for you. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, <laughs> sure, but I remember they're... like the the bathtub scene in in Goblet of Fire. I remember it was like, oh my god, Harry has his shirt off. That was so funny because that was the first time you know, oh my god, Dan Radcliffe, a child superstar, without his. Um, shirt. shirt on, and yeah. then he went and did Equus, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh, never mind." <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing. No longer special. And so, really, it isn't anything we haven't seen before. I mean, well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah I it's mean, old news. Um, and and David Yates kind of compares it to that. He says Dan has appeared nude in the past, and I'm not sure if he was referring to Potter films or Equus. Um, well, look at this straight. The, 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 he will. He may appear nude-ish, but he's not going to be bearing at all like but how this. do you know ben okay when's like they usually don't have those shots in harry i mean in films typically you're absolutely right yeah. <laughs> unless they want to go for rated r and yeah. and that would th- and that they would want to avoid so i think um well, it's a I pretty mean, a big rear given shot the- is pg-13 is it yeah Mm. Yeah, but what about a side then, shot? What if you get like a side rear action going on? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't know the exact well, details on what makes an R rating, but I think full <laughs> frontal is probably R. Yeah, yeah. Too. Remember, guys, that there's a, a group of parents that rates all these all these movies. Mm-hmm. A group yeah. of parents? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Andrew? yeah, yeah. Uh, MPAA. Yeah, yeah. It would be funny if it if funny if it, like if it was full frontal, but Dan was like artistically covering up his lower half, like with his leg, or you know something you would see in like, uh, you know, not, like that, I, not that I read it, I'm above this, but like Playboy or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you're saying. Ben knows what I'm talking about. There's never mind. Uh, Mike, a final word on this topic, please. No, no, I think you covered all the topics uh, that need to be covered mm. and uncovered. <laughs> we got, yeah, we, I'm not. We got word it. from the chat. Full frontal flaccid is PG-13. Full front. Uh, full frontal placid? No, that placid. is not true. Placid. Not true <laughs> at all. That is a chat lie. <laughs> I'm love, just reading I love, what it says in I the lo- chat. I knew it was X. I love that word. Placid. Let's not placid. say it again, please. Please. <laughs> are we not allowed to say flaccid? That's I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I got Harry right here next to me. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. We're covering you. And Dumbledore. Dumbledore's yeah. Oh. Nice and flaccid. <laughs> oh, guys, guys, guys. Okay, so enough with Deathly Hallows. Come on. That's still that's still a year away. Let's focus now. Matt, could you could you do me a favor? Could you go get the Half Blood Prince DVD for me? Oh let's let's talk about the Half Blood Prince DVD. Uh in the US and the UK it was uh uh and um <clears throat> on store shelves this week. It hit UK. Andrew, stores. Did you rush out to get your midnight copy? No, not at midnight. There were blockbuster midnight releases. Oh, Blockbuster's doing anything right now. <laughs> they're going under. Yeah, the one in my town just closed. Yeah, they're all closing. I, uh, they will not be having midnight releases for Movie 7. <laughs> I don't think they'll be around by then uh, at all. Let's have a moment of silence for Blockbuster. Right. No, you, you know what? I, I take that back. Blockbuster is a great company. and um, It had a good run. They had a good run. And they still have. They still got stores open. That's besides yeah. the point. 
Um, it's all about Redbox. Let's talk about the Half Blood Prince DVD. It really Redbox for the win. It was released. Matt, can you do me one more? Oh, never mind. They're right here. Oh. Um, Half Blood Prince DVD was released. We're going to talk about it right now. Um, before we start, I just want to say that um, David Heyman. There was an interview with him about this DVD, and Mr. Heyman said that. Um, they were really gonna. They wanted to add more features to the disc um, because they wanted to make it more marketable, understandable. Because they, you know, in this these hard times, they want to uh, make your purchase more worth your money. So there were a lot of features, and we're going to go through all them now, and we're going to figure out if this was actually you know worth the money. I mean, you know, it is just for the film, but were the special features good? Were they worth the money? Let's start with the theme park preview. We got an 11-minute look at um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter theme park. It's opening in Universal Studios Orlando next year. Um, ben Shane, did you did, did you watch this preview? Yes, indeed, I what did. What do you think of it? Well, I see you have um, notes there. Oh, always have notes. Got to prepare, Andrew. <laughs> I see. <laughs> uh, I, I like the I liked a lot of the shots of the theme park. It was cool seeing the uh, the art director's model of everything that's going on down there. Yeah. Um, got pretty excited about going to the three the three broomsticks and getting some butter beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a bit disappointed to hear that the butter be- beer has no alcohol. Um, <laughs> well, but, they got to sell it to everyone, I guess. Yeah. Let's. I'm trying to figure out where. Okay, here we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I wasn't really overly impressed with it. I mean, I haven't been down there to see it or anything <laughs> or anything like that. So I, I really don't know. I mean, I think it's it's going to be great to have Hogwarts come to life. And as Matt and I were watching the uh, watching the preview of this just a little bit ago, we turned to each other and was like, man, that place is going to be crowded. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like the the Allery, for example, there's going to be everyone's going to be in there. Oh my yeah. gosh, I want to the three broomsticks. You're not even going to be able to get inside. It's going to be very crowded, and I mean, I, I'm just wondering, like, maybe after a year, it may start slowing down, but, I, you know, I, I wonder if they're going to be limiting the amount of people into that area of the park, because, you know, it's only a certain size. It's not an entire gigantic theme park. It's one world within the theme park, so yeah. I think that's going to be uh, pretty difficult to work with, but that's besides the point. Michael, See, the map? Good. What? Good, Micah. No, I was going to say this is a preview. I think Eric would have liked because it didn't give anything away. <laughs> yeah, really, I, I guess is that I true, Eric? Actually, it, I had trouble. I had trouble finding the two disc the, uh, Harry Potter DVD. It it wasn't on shelves at all, and and the Ultimate Editions too. They just weren't. I went on Tuesday, and they weren't there. Well, they like, probably sold out. I I don't know though. It was early in the morning. I mean, Target had the <laughs> special. Target had the extended version of the film right. itself, like the disc two from the Ultimates, separate package everything but i couldn't find any of the two disc harry potter sets there were hundreds of thousands of the one disc but not the two disc so i actually just got the one disc no oh, andrew okay. andrew how much how much money have they put into this theme park oh it's a lot micah do you remember there was a quote a while ago i want to say i think it was around 300 million dollars 300 million so yeah, I think do you, do you think sounds- things are still going to be popping off at wizarding world you know 2020 2022 like oh you mean it like it still be really busy. Well, uh, well, Ben and I were thinking like, are they gonna expand it onto Universal oh. Studios Hollywood even? Well, maybe, but I I think there's room to grow the park because uh, you know they got they got plenty of space around the park. They could easily build it out more. Um, I think that you know it'll definitely continue to sell. I mean, look at other parts of theme parks that you know like mm-hmm. Jurassic Park that they have a world down there for Jurassic Park. They have a world for Dr. Seuss. I mean, yeah. you know these are all old. 
old movies and stuff, but they're still very successful. Well, when when's Twilight World going up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, didn't you hear let's not even all talk those about that. all those restaurants and forks and stuff now? Oh, yeah, okay. that's is Twilight. I got it. Um, Go ahead, so Universal. Um, See, they estimate that the Wizarding World will cost about $265 million. Wow. And it'll make that back in opening week. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Well, not a week, but six months? Mm-hmm. 265 Somebody do the math on that. Divide that by, like, $100 tickets. $100 tickets. Yeah. Well, plus whatever you spend once you're inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'll make it back in a year, maybe. Yeah, they'll they'll make it back in the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, otherwise they probably wouldn't be building the thing. Right, and it's a huge draw, um, and and they're really counting on it to be their you know thing to kick Disney in the butt. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do learn some new things. Actually, we do learn more about the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey ride, and that's the ride that's going to be in Hogwarts Castle itself. And um, we we learned the name of of it back in September, and we heard that it's going to be a really cool ride, but they didn't. They they didn't go into um, any new details um, at, in September. But now, um, Dan describes the ride in this preview as, um, the ride is essentially a condensed form of the chaos of Harry's life. Um, we learned that there's going to be a life-size Whomping Willow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I bet they're going to make that like go right over your head. That sounds like you a know? safety hazard. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they won't actually. <laughs> So, um, uh, they we learned that they shot some new footage just for the ride. That was a rumor a few um, months ago, but that's yeah. confirmed now. Uh, we learned that in the queue, in the waiting line to get onto the ride, there's going to be lots of moving portraits, so you'll be very entertained as you're waiting in line. And uh, we also learned... Now, they didn't make this clear if this was going to be in the actual ride or it's going to be in the queue, but they said we're going to see the Defense Against the Dark Arts room, the Common Room, and the Great Hall. Among others, do you think it's part of the line? Like maybe when they do, like, remember when the line gets really long, they 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 shoot Go you off to other sets. rooms. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would make sense. I'm not sure, but this Forbidden Journey ride is going to be the ride in the park. And for those of you who have been to Universal Studios, um, they have this existing Spider-Man ride, and it's really cool. It takes you all over like Spider-Man's world essentially, and it feels like you're flying up in the air and you're shooting down. You are, but it's not as dramatic as it actually feels. Um, and I picture it being like that. Uh, there's a lot of fire, water, just a lot of cool stuff. And I think they're going to be doing that with Harry Potter. You know, just mm-hmm. as Harry, as Dan describes it, it's all the chaos of Harry's life. Yeah. yeah. And that ride is, that Spider-Man ride is at least 10 years old. Yeah. So think of how far they can come. Oh, yeah. They said, they've said, you know, they're using state-of-the-art technology for this new theme park. So, yeah. So, good stuff. And uh, wasn't there one thing that was mentioned about the, the Dragon Challenge ride? Dan said that you'll get to walk through the tent. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. that's at the right, at, right at the beginning before the, um, the roller coaster starts. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. It's like, you, it's like it's, you, you slowly you know, go through the tent, and then you just shoot out. Yeah. Like, it's that entire scene, basically. People in, in the chat are bringing up the uh, Dumbledore's Astronomy Tower of Terror ride that I proposed on uh, MuggleCast a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? That was funny. For anyone not in the ch- for anyone who doesn't remember, Ben, I told you, Steve, right? Yeah, I heard this idea. Everybody, everybody in Ustream, listen, and we're going to petition. We are going to turn this into a ride for the theme park. The next expansion, they are going to do this. I'm going to make sure it happens. Basically, the Tower of Terror ride at Disneyland. Steal that concept. So when you go up top and you're about to fall, 
you see a green, you hear Avada Kedavra, and you see the green flash. And as you fall, Dumbledore is falling in front of you. And it, it's called the Dumbledore's Astronomy Tower of Terror. And you go all the way down, and you see him land, but you shoot back up. And then you hear Avada Kedavra again, and you just keep seeing him. And he keeps dying over and over again. It's fantastic. Um, I said on yeah. a recent episode of MuggleCast, I did propose this idea to Universal. They loved it. They it's, LOL'd. It's definitely a, a, a ride for the whole family. They're going to steal it. it. I'm patenting it because I want money for it. Speaking of Dumbledore, though, I thought Michael Gammon was pretty funny when they were interview- interviewing him for this. Yeah. You know, he was talking about going down there, having some butterbeers. <laughs> nine pints of butterbeer. He said, I'm going straight there. The first thing, uh, place I'm going is I'm going into the tavern and having some butterbeers. That was really funny. <laughs> and that surprises me because we've heard that Michael Gammon in the past, like, he doesn't know anything about Harry Potter. Yeah. So, so hearing him probably say, reading off a cue card. I feel like I feel like the overall <laughs> perception of Michael Gambon has changed since uh, since he was originally uh, took over as Dumbledore in Prisoner of Azkaban. I feel initially everyone was like, "That's not Dumbledore." I mean, he he would never Dumbledore would never yell at Harry. It wasn't. And then now everyone's like, "Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of grown he redeemed into the himself role. and half he died the really nicely." that 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 death was so dumbledore (laughs) we redeem you michael you die you die just like dumbledore would have just when you get good you die did any of you guys write the six or read or rewatch the sixth film on dvd now that you all own it no god am i the only one well not yet well actually that's that's friday night yeah Yeah. well yeah 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 um but actually speaking of that death scene was this on the ult- yeah, this was on the Ultimate Editions. Um, the part part two on the Chamber of Secrets Ultimate Edition, they have this really cool segment where they show David Yates talking to the cast on the set of Dumbledore's death site, and they're saying, hey guys, or David, and he actually sounds a little angry, and I think it's because at first they weren't getting the take right when they all raised their wands up in unison, but David says to them, guys, look, it's really important that we get this scene right. It's really emotional. Um, we haven't gotten there yet, but if we all focus on this, we're going to make some something really special tonight. And I was like, oh, he really cares. Um, and it was just really good to see that. Like David he- or David Yates, Heyman too, but David Yates really cares. Um, so it was great to see that. It was great to see David Yates tell- and all the cast were there. I mean, He Robbie knew he Col- wouldn't be back for Deathly Hollows if he didn't get it right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, guys, I want my job, so and get this done. It's cool seeing seeing him say this to such acting legends as Michael Gambon, um, Robbie Coltrane, uh, you know, all the Potter actors. It was really cool. Yeah. Okay, so also on the DVD, anything else to say about the theme park, guys? With that, do you think it was? Do you think it was an like a welcomed addition if you're you know just like the average fan who picks up the DVD? I think so. Yeah, because, I mean, to us, there wasn't too much new information, but I guess if you really hadn't been following it that intensely, then you wouldn't exactly. know as much about the Wizarding World. Yeah. So, great. And, you know, David Heyman, good job making this DVD more marketable. So far, so well, we're not done reviewing oh, it. Oh, right. No, we're, we're talking about the theme park. <laughs> so, next up, uh, the J.K. Rowling documentary. We won't get into this, because we have discussed it on the show before. Um, but it's nice to see it on a DVD. We all have a nice hard copy of it. Mm-hmm. Great documentary. I watched it again. Did you guys? Yes. Ben and I watched it. Eric, I know you didn't because you have the single disc, but did, did you? <laughs> I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, I, you, did, you didn't watch it, Micah? I didn't want. I had seen it before when it was on. Uh, watch it again. It's good. ABC. Everyone's doing it. Well, it's good. It's just very well shot. I had forgotten a lot of stuff that Joe talks about in there. She talks about the the 
the deeper meanings in Harry Potter, and it was just great stuff. I mean, unbelievable. So there's a documentary. Nice that it was on the DVD. Let's talk about the deleted scenes. Everybody oh, always looks forward to these the things everyone's been waiting for. Oh, what deleted scenes? <laughs> Micah, you didn't like them. Well, I think we're we're all in agreement on there was some that were good, and the one or two, and the rest were pretty bad. Well, what was your favorite? That's Micah? it. That's basically it. Yeah. The fa- uh, well, I mean, I like the one with the the choir, and then it kind of cuts to all the different scenes that are going on around the school as. Uh, you know, it gets you know darker. Like, I'm kind of over the choir. I'm glad they cut that scene. I, I, I got yeah, over the choir, too. like Prisoner of Azkaban. Couldn't you see that, that being in the film, though? What? Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty eerie. I thought it matched the music um, that you see in Applet Prince. I mean, particularly towards the end when the when uh, Dumbledore's death is approaching. Well, I, well, that I, I just see Flitwick like waving his little baton and stuff, and I just burst out laughing. Mm-hmm. I can't take it seriously. <laughs> no, this, this film did this film did confirm that that was still Flitwick, right? If you remember, because there was like a big question. And now, was that Vern Troyer or was that Warwick Davis? <laughs> that was Warwick Davis. But um, that scene, though, that deleted scene, I, I was because I was watching the film today just before recording i i know where that scene would have played um because it ends with draco like getting out of bed and putting his feet down and that happens just after the cave scene like that's the first thing you see um right after they've just fought off the infrai and so it would be kind of weird i think if it were in yeah i I agree with you eric to just you know fire everywhere then cut to choir as much as a great scene this was i mean cutting shots to all the um all the characters including snape and Ron and Hermione, I think the fact that, I mean, they had the choir singing and everything kind of slowed the pace down. I mean, yeah. dr- dramatically. I think that's the only, th- I mean, I love that scene. But thinking about, you know, placing it r- where it was supposed to be placed, it would have just dramatically slowed down the entire pace. And it would have been just kind of kind of awkward. Yeah. I will, the, the only other scene I would say would, would be the one when Harry and Dumbledore are leaving the cave. And Dumbledore says, you know... I'm with, with you, you Harry. Harry. Oh, that's such a bookism. Oh, but well, it, but I it mean, was great. Well, you, I think beautiful. if they included that in the film, that would have been another one of those "I love magic" <laughs> moments. You know, <laughs> it's just like it's you know it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's really li- kind of lame. I don't. I didn't think it was as cheesy as "I love magic." It, it wasn't cheesy at all. In fact, well, it was in the book. I mean, yeah, you know. God yeah. forbid they put something in the book in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Besides, Harry, movie six already had an "I Love Magic" moment. It's it's where yeah. they where Slughorn and Dumbledore fix up the uh, the place where Slughorn's hanging out. Right, and Harry's like that was Whoa. fun. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and and also and uh, man, and I were watching this last night, and I was like, oh, it still doesn't work. Um, that scene where Harry, Ron, and Hermione are sitting in Ron's bedroom. In the in the burrow, and they make that joke. Harry makes a an old person joke about Dumbledore, and it's, just, it's just, no Ron. Ron, kind of <laughs> oh, was it Ron? Yeah. Oh yeah, and they they just all laugh, and it's like. Eh. Well, I think I think Emma kind of killed that scene because it was definitely forced, a forced laugh. Yeah, it was kind. Of, I like, feel, <laughs> I feel like that wasn't meant to. I feel like that wasn't meant to be in the film. Like it was sort of like a, like an outtake, but they decided to keep it actually uh, actually keep it because it seems natural. Maybe. What about the other cave scene? That's when they're entering the cave, right? Yeah, you get a little bit more backstory. No, they're leaving oh, yeah. the cave because Dumbledore's. Le- oh, they wait, both. 
How do you yeah. know? You don't have the second DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that all the deleted scenes are compiled. There's right. a single YouTube video. Okay. On- okay. They are online. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> He's limping. But mm-hmm. I, li- oh, I like when they arrive at the at the cave and Dumbledore says to Harry, young Tom Riddle stood where you stand once in his life. <laughs> that was cool, yeah. That was cool it's stuff. Not, it is not clear what happened to the boys. It's not clear but they why. Were- Damaged. So I'm gonna whip this knife out and damage myself. Yeah, look, look yeah, you'd be about to pull a knife out. And... <laughs> Bit scary. <laughs> no wonder they cut that scene. Uh, but then the, some of the other scenes that, uh, particularly when, when they're talking about the vanishing cabinet, there were two of those deleted scenes where they were discussing the vanishing cabinet. And I think that the purpose of those scenes originally may have been to try to explain the, that whole plot a little bit. And maybe at the end they just decided, okay, none of these scenes are really doing it, so let's just cop out and not really explain what's going mm-hmm. on with the vanishing cabinet. Because I think that was one of the, the more poorly done parts of the film. Right. Well, 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 the two scenes kind of go together. So, I mean, if they cut one, they had to cut the other. The one that when, um, when Harry was talking to Hermione about the map is never wrong. And then the other scene where um, it basically is when um, Ron and Hermione believe Harry about the vanishing cabinet and about the map being right. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's also the scene where he goes, um, I don't need luck, I'll be with Dumbledore. Yeah. Right. I'm also wondering that since they cut that, is that why they cut the scene when they're leaving the cave? You know, because they kind of go hand in hand with each other. Harry saying he's safe with Dumbledore, Dumbledore saying he's safe with Harry. Oh, yeah, that, that would have right. been, been really cute if they left that in. Yeah, it was kind of... In the next film, they're going to be naked? What? Um, <laughs> I don't need clothes. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but with, with that vanishing cabinet scene, uh, like Harry, like, I don't know. Dan, Dan sounds like he started smoking cigarettes or something because he, yeah, he so walks out. He's like, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I would be I a Dumbledore. For a moment, I was like, Did Dan, is that Dan's real voice? Like, seriously? Maybe, His voice went so many octaves down. Maybe he, maybe he was just sick that day, or, or he just woke up. There's something, something wrong with that clip, though. If you look at it, like, what? Technically, it's cut with his voice. <laughs> no, with his voice. Yeah, with his it's... voice, definitely. Maybe he was having a bad day. No, is this, um, this you also had a bad day? day. Was this also the scene where, I mean, was there also, was there also a scene, I'm trying to, I'm having trouble reading my own notes here, wasn't there also a scene where, well, we, one, it was one of the deleted scenes where Harry and Hermione are talking and they're like talking about Ron and, or, oh yeah, it's uh, the astronomy tower. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's just chilling the there sitting behind him. You better not be snagging all the time. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, anything else about the deleted scenes? No. Was, um, there any, was, there any, was there any you guys think they should have kept? I, I, I actually did like the choir scene, but that that was it. Everything yeah. else was sort of like, eh. You used to have a crush on Flitwick. <laughs> you, no, I thought it added an eerie feel. I mean, the the film is already very eerie feeling, and, and they really captured that, that, that tension in Hogwarts, I think, right before Dumbledore was about to die. But Do you think they will add this scene in, like, the Ultimate Editions? Yeah, I just throw it all in there so they can be like, look at this 20 minutes of extra footage in the film. It's six minutes and six 30 minutes. seconds. Six minutes, whatever. So so deleted scenes, uh, how do you think that plays into the whole uh, more marketable angle? Well, uh, I think it's it. very smart, actually. I think it's going to help the franchise. In every no, well, <laughs> DVDs are not worth wasting, them. wasting the plastic on the disc. DVDs, for six or deleted scenes, you know, they're right, on every DVD. To be expected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Let's move on. Another feature, close-ups with the cast. We see basically what happens here is each cast member goes to a different department in the Harry Potter filmmaking process. And um, they talk with the people working there. And it was a cool idea. Yeah, and then the hosts of this segment were uh, Alfie Enoch and Matt Lewis. Oh. And Alfie Enoch. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he played. Uh, he plays Dean Thomas. I think you, people know more people know you. <laughs> That's so. Oh, you're so mean. You guys no, are he, freaking horrible. But Alfie, I mean, I think it was just interesting to I'm see, joking. like, to see, like, them, like, sitting there, like, tall, like, you know, they've, like, they're grown up now, and like. Matt Lewis has stubble, and you know they have like actual like clothing styles and all those things, and then, like they show clips of them back when they're little kids and all chubby cheeked and all that. I think it's really cool to see them go from, you know, young hey, to old. We're trending yeah. on Twitter. Are we? Did we make it let's, finally? Let's yeah. verify. Let's not hold up the show though. Well, That's a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're now trending on Twitter. Thank you, everybody. Oh keep, wow, keep, we are keep, nice job, guys. Keep twittering. Oh. We need to, to sustain this. Keep the trend up, folks. You guys, work on is that. still keep, winning. Keep the trend. Don't going. let the trend die. All right. So one of the first <laughs> things we see, we see Dan Radcliffe. He goes to the editing department, and I think this was the coolest, uh, the coolest uh, look that we got. Um, he of goes you in. Would think that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a video nerd, so I do like this editing kind of thing. He goes in, and we actually see a cool blooper. They play a blooper. Um, that they edited it out. They edited out, and I thought it was interesting because there's no bloopers on this DVD, and I think that's one of the coolest things that you can have on a DVD, isn't it? That was like an additional deleted scene, yeah, in disguise. (laughs) I love that scene. I mean, Emma beat the crap out of Dan. Girl power. Yeah, it was so. It was girl power. It was so cute because if you guys haven't seen it, it's a blooper. Um, it's the. Uh, thing it's the part where they're in the library and Hermione hits Harry on the head and he says or before that Harry says I am the chosen one and Hermione smacks him in this outtake Hermione hits Harry too hard <laughs> and Dane can't keep a straight face and it's really funny because it's like poor dad and and Emma was like I'm so sorry and I was like oh, that's so cute oh by the way with, with deleted scenes there, there was a part where uh, her, like you know did you say Harry just said uh, I'm because I am the chosen one. Right? That's right. right. Yeah, well, there, when Harry and Hermione with the Marauder's Map, she's like, the Daily Prophet should have called you the Dim One. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was, that was like, awesome. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> the map is never wrong, Hermione. So, oh, Harry. Moving on, we see Matt Lewis and the Phelps twins and Tom Felton. They go into the special effects department, and this was another cool thing because you really see some amazing stuff going on in the special effects department. Like Tom Felton's popped collar. I thought that was pretty nice. Did he have a popped collar? <laughs> yes, he did. Only someone as stylish as you would notice that, I you know? know? Mm. So, <laughs> it's true. So they go into the potions room to film, the, film this segment, and they show how um, in the cauldrons, the, fires come out, the fire spits out of the cauldron. That was cool. But the coolest was... Watching uh, Rita Rita Skeeter's pen uh, writing, how they make it move, and it's this very technical thing. They said it took a couple weeks to build, um, and it's controlled with like a remote control you would use for a, a like a race car. Just really cool stuff coming out of there. I mean, and I can't imagine some of the other stuff that they. Yeah, I think it's just amazing all of the manpower that goes into making one of these films mm-hmm. because yeah. they had uh, they had that that thing that knitting machine that you know held the. Oh yeah, what are those things called? The, the, the needles, knit. or just knitting needles, or something? Yeah, those big wooden knitting things. Uh, but they they actually <laughs> built a machine. It wasn't done by uh, CGI, like a lot of people uh, would be led to believe. So mm. I thought that was interesting. That was yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the punching telescope. 
That was kind of cool. Oh, you know when you funny. when you pulled it out and then a big punching yeah mitt came out. Yeah. Doesn't that not happen until the seventh movie? No. When does that happen? No, sixth book that was in. It's just a me. It's it's interesting. You know, you would never you see some of these things on screen, and you would never think how much work goes into something like Rita Skeeter's pen writing on its own. Yeah, it's just, it's just cool stuff like that. It's kind of sad because I mean, after those five minutes of that thing being Take in a the film, and then to it's it. done. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what this is what Ollivander was talking about. Oh, they waste all this money <laughs> on a damn film. <laughs> you know? They spend three weeks on on the damn Rita Skeeter's pen. Could have been could have been. Sucking up to me those three weeks. Uh. Ian Hart would prefer that these films were made in somebody's garage. And it's John Hurt. John Ian Hart. Are, Ian Hart. <laughs> I think you're getting confused yeah. with Ian McKellen. Maybe. No, Ian Hart is uh, is Quirrell. Bilbo Baggins. Hey, oh, no, Quirrell. Wait, who is he? What are we talking about? Um, yeah, let's move on. Who cares? The uh, pens. That's the pens. that's that's what I gathered from that. Yeah. Uh, um, Tom Felton. He meets with a special effects supervisor. Uh, and Tom talks with him about how they did the bathroom scene when Harry attacks Tom. Or Harry, yeah, Harry attacks Draco, sorry. Um, and that was cool. And so, you know, it just goes on and on. We see some other things. Did anything else other, really stand out, guys? We don't mm. need to go through um, I think I think Lavender Brown slash Jesse K with the owl training. Yes. Yeah, that was, was... She could train those owls. <laughs> Oh, and Rupert jumping on the trampoline. I was like, this is this really the best yeah, they is, could get him Is this do? the most dangerous thing the producers will let him do for stunts? Is jump on a trampoline and catch a plastic ball? Uh, I was like, wow. Yeah. And he had a stretch before that, too. Oh, and Ivana Lynch. Ivana Lynch, uh, had, they showed her with the costume designer. And yeah. the thing about Ivana that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people know this, but for those of you who don't, she, uh, she takes a lot of pride and, you know, and it pays a lot of attention to detail to what she's wearing and is very interested and has her own ideas, you know, creativity when it comes to yeah. dressing herself for uh, the Harry Potter films. Yeah. She yeah. made all those earrings and those necklaces mm-hmm. herself. She made, she designed um, the, the, the head, the hat. The, the lion head, yeah. The lion head, yeah. I can see Ivana, like, being a costume designer, too, for films. Because she Maybe has that's real, her she's really creative with, with with you know identifying with the characters and stuff. Oh, and we get yeah. we get one last glimpse of Jamie Waylett in in these scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so long, Jamie. Um, and then there's another there's an, there's another scene where uh, Emma Emma's putting a dark mark tattoo on her arm. Yeah, I'm like no. What do you guys think about that? I mean, they're temporary tattoos. Do you think that's? Kind I was of, surprised. Uh, yeah, I was thinking like of all the money they, they could have afforded like a you know an. But that's all you need. That's all you need. You just need a tattoo. You don't yeah. need anything fancy. No, but I mean, uh, John I, Hurt was probably. I yeah. bet he was, John like, Hurt was movies. Oh, temporary tattoos. Why am I doing a Hagrid voice for John Hurt? <laughs> no, no. Oh my. Temporary tattoos only, please. Oh, and they show Emma losing. She lost a tooth apparently in the. Oh yeah, in the first in, the, in the first film. Yeah. yeah, they 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 bust a cap in her tooth. They bust a cap. Uh, you but, know what's funny? Something else you learn on the Ultimate Editions. Um, the first day of filming was they were filming the goodbye scene uh, yeah. at, at, at the train station oh, yeah, yeah. when they're leaving Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. And that very first day, they actually gave Emma buck teeth to wear. And apparently, I've never noticed this, but apparently if you look at that scene, you can see the buck teeth. And I guess her, she doesn't really open mm-hmm. her mouth much, so they're hard to see. But but they show like behind the scenes or like in between shots, and you can see the buck teeth, like her playing with them. Yeah, they're huge. They're like she has chiclets in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dan also, um, Dan, <laughs> and Dan, they gave him green eye contacts. 
And I remember when the first movie came out, or maybe it wasn't that early, but people for a while used to wonder, why doesn't Harry have green eyes? And apparently, I still get captions about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what happened was they were bothering him, and they decided to get rid of it. And I don't blame them. I mean, you know, oh, it's, come it's on. the minor things. He's I mean, got beautiful blue eyes. I mean, they can spend like 75 hours putting together a little knitting device, but they can't, <laughs> you know, spend two seconds and put in some contacts. Come that on. Are, well, are the comfortable problem, for his eyes. The problem was they were uncomfortable. Well, get the, they have the money. Uh, hire an engineer. Get, comfor- <laughs> get comfortable ones. Or just do it digitally. Yeah. Yeah, digitally. That's what I was gonna oh, say. Oh yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna cost five billion dollars. Uh, they got yeah, the all money. the scenes that he's. Oh, yeah. What do you think about uh, you know the James Phelps? What he did as an assistant director it seems like he was getting pushed around a lot by uh, the other cast members. That was weird. I didn't really get that. Like, was he serious about it or was he doing it just for show? Well, I mean, he kind of has a minor role in the film, so he's not like somebody who's going to be guaranteed he's got know, some free time. future work or whatever, and perhaps he wants to get into directing, and he wants to, you know, you know smooch up a little bit to uh, some of the uh, you know, higher-ups in the, the film franchise. What do you think, Andrew? You know, Ben, you are absolutely right. I mean, kind of like you suck up to me from time to time. You know? hey, well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Ben, you are the best. Just a little bit. Okay, so all that stuff out of the way... Um, that stuff was great. This is, in my opinion, everything from here sucks. Uh, we see the one-minute drills. It's like a oh, these oh. were these were such a letdown. Man, Ben and I were so excited. <laughs> we were looking too. Kind of like, oh my gosh, you're gonna put them on the spot. They're actually going to make them like ask them like real questions or whatever. <laughs> you know, they're supposed to describe their role, and you're gonna see people mess up and stuff like that. But then it was. No, let's have a little fancy edited thing and all yeah. that. Yeah. Andrew, we recount, get a you were hired at MuggleNet in June 2004. Recount everything you've done since then. <laughs> well, I bugged Ben to get the role, and then this, and this. I went to a premiere, and then uh, I did MuggleCast. Well, it was, we it, was, it, was, it was just basically every, every actor said the same thing. Oh, well, in the first film, I did this. And then, then the next film came, and I was doing this. And then, then it got then the, the movie three, and then four. And then, you know, I, it, was, it was much darker, so I had to get in, you know, into the role first. But and then in the fourth film, it was even darker than the previous one, so... Micah, what were you going to say? No, no, I said they couldn't even put a timer up on the screen. Like, give them 60 seconds and count down. Yeah, yeah. It was It was definitely, it, was, it wasn't it's sort of, that great. It's something you'll watch once and then never watch again. It just, it doesn't really like, reveal anything cool. It's right, sort of just, particularly if you already know the series fairly well, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah nothing new. Uh, but a uh, question I had, you know, I hate, to, I hate to go back to the close-ups of the cast, but I would, you know, Kind of group that in here with the one minute drill. How do you think these uh, these played into their new marketing goal? <laughs> You're just gonna keep asking. <laughs> Damn. No, it depends. Wait, it depends who they're trying to market to. Because one, one thing I was gonna bring up is that they really don't talk to a lot of the the older cast members. It's all like the trio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so then it, it's a, it's to appeal to the kids. But listen. It just needs to say it on the back of the box. Once somebody buys it, they don't care if it's good or not. Uh, uh, WB. They just need it to. They just need a list of features so parents can go. Oh, look at all this stuff. All right, I'll buy it. Well, what about what about next DV? Like they watch this one and it's crap, and then the next one that comes out, they're not going to. So they're not going to be able to put a preview on there for Deathly or for the next movie either. Well, I guess maybe maybe for part one. If they I mean, release a DVD and do a sneak peek of part Because one-minute drills sounds very enticing. You know, it's like, ooh, yeah. they're going to put a them on drill. The it's I mean, a yeah. drill. That's what a drill does. It's like, it's Uncle like Vernon's army. company makes drills. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> they do. But I thought the close-ups were a really good thing because it, it gave each person a uh, 
you know, kind of their own little thing, you know. And Dan, yeah. Dan wanted to see the editing and yeah. then the special effects and all of these different things. And, and we really learned stuff. A, yeah, we actually yeah. learned something. Yeah. And then uh, the What's on Your Mind segment. I like this one. You did? I did like this one. I liked it a lot more than the one-minute drill. I thought this was, I thought this is what the one-minute drill <laughs> yeah, was going I, to be. I, I, I agree with Ben. It was kind of more of what Ben and I were thinking when first, we saw the segment. First, let me set it up, and then you guys can talk about it. Um, it's it, it Basically, Tom Felton would ask questions, and then the cast would answer them. And it was questions like, what's your favorite ice cream? Who's the most famous person you've met? What would you like to change about the world? Favorite historical figure? Favorite band? I just thought it was sort of like lame. It's like, what is this? I mean, uh. it just me and Tom Felton kind of look like a homeless guy in in that. In like in that part. <laughs> his hair was definitely a little shaggy. Yeah. It's very it, not marketable. N- no, <laughs> a little he beard didn't there. pop the collar. I mean, it was just. It, I mean, what, what was going on? I don't know. Pop so, so Ben Ching, you liked these? Did you learn stuff? Were you just watching for Emma? Oh I, no, I like, did learn stuff. Uh, Jamie Waylett reappeared, and he likes Indian food. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and being in jail, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Tom Felton's a chocolate guy. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, pretty much everyone on there's a chocolate chocolate guy. Yeah. That's right. That's. Oh, right. and Emma, her favorite food is Nutella. That that that's that peanut butter spread. Is it Nutella or Nutella? Nutella. Nutella. Maybe that's just how they pronounce it. In mm-hmm. Nutella. And and her or uh, Emma's favorite um, musical fantasy is Elton. Elton John. Really? Yes. She yeah. said, who would you want to see? And I was just like, whoa, it's meant to be. Ben. We're connected. <laughs> ben, that's huge. I mean, all this time. All this time. I, right. I had no idea. Yeah. And come to think of it, I love Nutella, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh, and, and one of the Phelps twins said Led Zeppelin, and I've been rocking out the Led Zeppelin lately, so <laughs> yeah. good job. You know, it, but but the majority of answers for their favorite music was Kings of Leon. Oh yeah, is, is that like huge? I think that's Europe? big in the UK. Someone like you. Yeah. I mean, it's Somebody. pretty big over here too. <laughs> oh, and Jamie Waylett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I just you know this is the last chance we get to talk about him, that's so true. we might as well get get it all out there. Uh, <laughs> he likes he likes Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. He wants to meet Muhammad Ali. That's nice. Favorite historical figure, Bob Marley. Let's be serious here. Come on, we're a professional Twitter trending podcast. So that's it. Th- oh, those wait are- a second. No, what? it's not. No, it's not. Oh, wait. You uh, forgot to say what? What? what um, her, her also, what Emma's favorite ice cream flavor? No, no. She, I, she, I was going to say favorite sport. Did she? She, she said martial arts, so I can kick some. Beep. Um, sorry. Uh, she also said Ivana is the most famous person she's ever met. Oh yeah. That what do you think funny. about that? That was that was. That was kind of rude. No, Most famous I, person you've ever met, too, Ben. That's I, I another did, thing. Yeah. That's another thing. I, that's so true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my! The, the, the evidence is just piling up here. I mean, it's kind of kind of getting a little hard to ignore. She's following. <laughs> she's she's stalking you on Twitter, man. I sure hope so. Uh, oh, I she wants she wants to go to Australia, and I'm, and I'm here to say, Emma, I'll take uh, you wherever you want. Um, <laughs> we'll fly you, Virgin, Australia. Virgin Australia. Australia. It's an oh, oh, and the other thing, um, Rupert. He wants a ginger world. Yeah. That Everyone is. else said, like, um, world peace and hunger and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, nah, ginger really world. Like a ginger world. <laughs> I want First a the trampoline, now this. <laughs> Good old Rupert. A world full of gingers. Uh, that was funny because poor Rupert, like, you know, that's sort of his thing. It's always been his thing. He's the redhead. 
And he just dives in with Do you think he's tired of being the redhead? I don't, well, I mean, that's the reason he was hired, so. That's true. Hey, here's another cool fact. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm just full of factoids after watching the Ultimate Editions. Did you guys know Tom Felton was originally screen tested for the role as Harry Potter? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Oh, I saw the, did I, they show I it? saw the back behind the scenes. Did, did they, they show it? They didn't show it. So no. the rumors are true then. <laughs> you did steal my rumor. Daniel Radcliffe has become Harry Potter. <laughs> well, um, Eric, what happens is Chris Chris Columbus is talking about screen testing for Harry, and they said he said that they put glasses on Tom, they gave him the scar, they dyed his hair. And they just decided he ultimately would have been best for Draco. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm trying to picture cool. him in in the hairy attire with dark hair. I don't know. Well, I mean, if, if initially things were set up differently, maybe. I don't know. Perhaps. True. And Dan played. Um, what if Dan was Malfoy. Draco? And... Yeah. It just, yeah. Hmm. I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know. So there we go. Um, we have some tweets to get through. I'm sh- I see Ben still studying his notes. I oh, like but, but before, before, before we do that. Um, you know MuggleCast has been bumped up another spot on the trends. Good. Yeah, well, we knocked off do... Santa. Is what we did. <laughs> yeah. Did we finally get out from beneath Tiger Woods? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he's not up there. And yeah, right. now we're on top of Tiger Woods. Right. Oh, did we knock off Tiger Woods? Yeah. Yes. Good. Hey, so uh, so a little impromptu segment here. Just like the DVD had, What's on Your Mind? Yeah. I would like to ask my fellow co-hosts here, uh, basically, uh, which Harry Potter actor, if you had a chance to spend a day with, who would you spend the day with? Andrew? Uh, Harry Potter character? Yes, one of, the, one of the stars. Who would you want to? Who would you most like to spend a day with? Oh boy, Ben! I mean, there's oh. so many options. I think uh, of, of Dan the- Dan Radcliffe because he's a very down to earth dude. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I could sit in a pub with him, an English pub, because I can drink there and just you know have a chat with him. Now, are we talking about the child actors or the entire cast of this series? Well, like, children's yeah. your thing. I mean, that's cool, but <laughs> whatever, either. Any actor in the film. If you want to hang out with Warwick Davis, you can do that. If you want to hang out with Nigel, you can do that. <laughs> Who plays Nigel? Anybody. <laughs> Gosh, they call themselves Harry Potter fans. That is <laughs> room is, you know, All right, let's go around the table. Let's keep this moving. Okay. Matt? Okay. Um, I'm going to have to say Alan Rickman. Oh, that's a good one. Or, or Helena, but I, I say Alan Rickman. 393. Micah? Oh, I was going to say Alan Rickman. I got to think of another one. No, that's fine. Uh, no. I can share Alan with you. <laughs> Whoever plays Aberforth, that's who Micah wants to chill with. Eric, how uh, about you? Yeah, Alan Rickman. I thought of it before Matt said it. Oh, oh, there oh. you go then. Oh, dang. Uh, there's no need for me to answer this question because I, <laughs> I, I already booked a, 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 a flight to Australia down with Nig- her. Nigel. <laughs> We're already going to Australia. <laughs> We're going to jam Elton John. Oh, the room just suggested Ray Fiennes, and I have to say that would be tempting. That'd be a good one, too. Yeah. Um, so, now, Ben, now ask the question. The marketable question. Oh, oh yes. Overall, overall, after we've eva- completely evaluated this DVD. Which we have now. The, the Most of us have. Most of us have both discs. Um, <laughs> now we've completely evaluated How do you feel about its marketability? Do you think Warner Brothers has taken a step up from the previous films, or do you feel like... You know, this is so-so. This is a step in the right direction, but there's still room for left for improvement. Uh, <laughs> I think it... Listen. Listen. It's it's good. It's a good collection of stuff. I mean, how much do you need? Uh, we have these Ultimate Editions coming out, too. I think it was a good collection. The J.K. Rowling documentary is fantastic. The theme park sneak peek, fantastic. Um, uh, what else? The, the 
the Deathly Hallows preview. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Blu-ray, you also we get to participate in the DVD, uh, the Blu-ray community screening where Dan Radcliffe and David Yates will be discussing the movie while everybody watches the movie with them. So, and this is going to be really cool. This is happening this Saturday, December fourteenth, I think it is. Uh, 12. December twelfth. And I'll be a part of that. I mean, I'll be watching. I'll be like, oh, my God. Uh, so that's really cool. That's really cool. What, how about the rest of you guys? Do you think it was worth the – This Blu-ray was 20 bucks at Target. That's really good. Oh, my that gosh. That is good. That is great. Once you go Blu-ray, you never go back. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Never can go back. Never can go back. I, I think I think this they did a good job. I think this is uh, – more marketable would be the definitely. I mean, compare this to like the DVD number one, where you had to like play the game and like search oh through all the codes God. and do all that. Yeah. Did they update that by the way? Like, it's like if you buy Sorcerer's Stone on DVD today. It no, doesn't... I think it's a list no. now because it's a because it's, you know there's a different casing and everything. I think the whole layout's different. For there's anyone a... who doesn't remember, with Sorcerer's Stone to get to the bloopers, you had to hit the correct brick combination on the on the wall, the the entrance to Diagon Alley. Yeah. It was frustrating. <laughs> yeah, they were probably like, I could definitely see some Warner Brothers marketing guy like taking it way too far. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like, we're going to make this just like Diagon Alley. And the thing with that <laughs> is that's when DVDs just started coming out. So everybody was high on the whole, oh, let's do all these Easter eggs, that kind of thing. That's when I, I have a Sorcerer's Stone VHS tape. Talk about old school. Oh, I have one of those, too. It's first way I, I have a beta it. tape. Eric, what were you going to say? <laughs> Huh? Oh yeah. Well, just the British narrator guy who narrates all those DVD walkthrough features. Warner like you're trying Brothers to get there, pictures. and he's like, "Well, you've got to do this." <laughs> oh yeah, that that was Warner good. Brothers Pictures <laughs> takes you on another journey. He's still doing that stuff. Who is that? I have to find that guy. Is that uh, Martin Brashear? No, <laughs> it sounds like him. Harry Potter. I, you know, I, I got to say though, the Ultimate Edition um, special features are. Uh, so much better than the um, you know the two disc and everything. So I think that the special features are probably going to be really good by the time you know Half Blood Prince becomes an ultimate edition. And yeah. why can't they put this on one disc? I'm just kidding. I know Eric's frustrated, and I I'm just wondering why <laughs> they can't mean? like why is it really that hard to put it all on one disc? Is that, yeah, but I mean that you only get one disc art. I mean, don't you want like a whole collectors of all the faces of each character on uh, each disc? Oh, that's true. That's true. I well, mean, no, actually, no, you can't because they're talking about the ultimate edition spin. Or any edition. Well, no, there's matter. size limits on DVDs. They're not well, yeah. a terabyte of data. But why don't they make it a double-sided DVD? Because mm. then you don't have the pictures. You don't get any pictures. Oh. And then you have to read the, you know, the negative two font, um, which one's widescreen, which one's full screen, which one's fe- special uh, features. I guess I figure, like, and also if I wanted to come over and be like, hey, Andrew, let me borrow the special features. And, you know, if he had, he had a double-sided DVD, he couldn't cut it in half. Yeah, because right. then you'd have the movie, too. Yeah, <laughs> wow, wow. We got to the bottom of this quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm sure they would like to fit it on as few discs as possible because this costs money to to make these bigger cases. Oh, that's bull! That's bull, Andrew. You you were there when I was talking about the the ultimate editions when we first previewed those, and there were four discs, and the only difference between the first disc and the second disc is like ten minutes of video that's added back into the film. Yeah. Well, I, but then they're also very expensive, so I don't know. If they're good deals. It's not like they're not. Okay, who cares? We're not looking to save the DVD environment. I mean, we were talking about marketability here. Yeah, and (laughs) is one disc more marketable than two? That's true. See, that's another thing. That's exactly right. If people read four discs, they're like, "Whoa, (laughs) I'm getting a lot of stuff here." (laughs) I am definitely paying fifty bucks for this. 
Yeah. Or well, 80 that's pounds. Think. That's what people think. Anyway, guys, let's move on. Um, I know Glee is starting soon in the central time zone or mountain time or maybe it already started. Yeah, yeah. We know. have to work around Glee, don't we? <laughs> yeah. The um, chat room requests that you do not spoil Glee. So far, people have done an okay time doing that. Let's talk about um, people send it Again, we asked people to send in their tweets via twitter.com slash mugglecast. We wanted to know, what do you think of the DVD? Lil Duffboy says, glad to see the special features are targeted at a more adult level. Wish J.K. Rowling was interviewed, though. Trailer was perfect length. Huh? J.K. Rowling getting interviewed for it. I don't know. Oh, I like guess for the, the one minute. Yeah. I mean, she's got some time on her hands. She just, she just got a Twitter <laughs> account. I know. But she said she's busy writing. Yes. Her, her friend is her, her pen and paper. Her priority is pen yes, and paper. Yes, priority uh, is pen and paper. Vix Natty Rose writes, the extras were funny. I liked Matt and Alfie's commentary. It was like a bad talk show, but this is what made it really funny. Mm-hmm. It was kind of awkward. I thought it they was. were kind of like sport commentators. You know yeah. what they do with um, uh, you know, football on, in England? You know, Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. You know, yeah I thought they did all right. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Gabby SM11 writes, I loved it. The documentary was great. To be able to see more of Joe... It was a very honest interview. Yeah. I mean, that's gold to people who haven't seen that before. I mean, that's worth a DVD purchase purchase itself. It's just a really well-done, eye-opening documentary. Have you seen it, Ben? The A Year in the Life? Yeah. Oh, of course. So good. I may watch Every it. Every night before bed, right, Ben? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Next tweets from Tawny15. Wish there were more deleted scenes. What happened to... Oh, yeah, this is a big thing. What happened to all those um, with Slughorn that David talks about at the premiere? At the premiere, Emerson Sparks, the webmaster of uh, MuggleNet.com, said, David, give it to me. What are we going to be seeing on the DVD? David said to expect lots of outtakes from some Slughorn stuff that he filmed stuff for, I guess, a portrait or something. I can't remember. And they were going to include that on the DVD. And he said it twice. He said it to Emerson and then in a separate interview to somebody else. But where are they? Where are they? Yeah, that was that was one of the things from this extras on on this uh, DVD set. There was nothing from Jim Broadbent. Maybe oh, that's true. Maybe um, they're saving them for the ultimate editions for part two of Half Blood Prince. No, just for the ultimate editions. Oh, that too. Yeah. Or maybe, just maybe, he lied. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's well, that's feature. not very marketable. No, lying it's not. is not marketable. Actually, I'm it not can so sure be about actually. That. Yeah, it's, it's called. It, it's yeah. not really lying if you do it afterwards. Then it's called a tease. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, next tweets from hurt you sold. Ooh. After watching the deleted scene, oh, just moved on me. After watching the deleted scenes, I can't help but think. Th- Whoa, sorry. I can't help but think the movie would be so much better with them included in the final cut. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the, the the past couple films, I think the deleted scenes are actually you know good that they're not in the film I mean it wasn't like with the first couple films you know when you saw the deleted scenes you're like why would, why wasn't that in the movie that would have made everything so much better and then you know th- they started to wise up and then incorporate it into the ABC family extended editions and now it's available to to buy yeah oh the ABC family extended editions they, yeah. actually, they actually air the full the, like, the, 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 yeah the deleted scenes and such now do you think they ever have like a 12 hour Harry Potter like like they did with Lord of the Rings not twelve hours. It was like six oh, and like a, half a director's hours, cut. But yeah. Um, no, no. I, I don't. I, they, they didn't shoot enough material. Simple yeah. as that. Now, I, I, Eric Skull, I have a question for you. Uh, what do you think about? Uh, do you think they might come back like a decade from now and remake these films? 
Uh, I never thought they would do that. I would like to see a, uh, a TV series sort of thing, but... Um, it is way too much work to recreate the series. I mean, can you imagine? Well, yeah, at, that point, at that point, technology may just maybe through the roof. It may be, but yeah, I mean, right. aside from the fact that paste, ten years done. ago was the first Harry Potter film. I would love wow. for them to reshoot or to actually shoot for the first time in film format uh, stuff about the Marauders' backstory because you know certain director didn't include that in his movie. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that. No, I mean, for, you think of the majority of things that we've already would have seen, Ben. You know, just from the other movies and everything. What do you guys think of a spinoff? No, stop. Like, what <laughs> kind of spinoff? Like, what are like, you talking l- about? Like, like a like a Josh Whedon Marauders series on <laughs> on TV. If it's by Josh Whedon, we can kiss it goodbye already. Of course. Like, there's all these like, okay, scandals coming out about celebrities and stuff at this point. That what if what if Joe like. Blows all of her earnings at the horse track. <laughs> Billionaire <laughs> squanders her wealth, and then she has to sell all these spinoffs or something. I'm at just kidding. Ho- I love you, Joe. It's terrible. At the horse track. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Britain writes. Cool seeing behind the scenes with cast. Also loved one minute character summaries and Tom's questions. So some people like them. Uh, Boy man kid writes. <laughs> these are wild names. <laughs> Boy man kid. Right, J.K. Rowling a year in life is great. Deathly Hollow's first look is phenomenal, and Wizarding World sneak peek was interesting. Different adjectives for every every item. Mm. And lastly, Edwards a- Edwards A writes, I really like the DVD on a whole, but the additional scenes are kind of lame. But I guess they did warn us that there wasn't much. I'd have to yeah. agree. So there we go. Um, I mean, would you have wa- rather saw like deleted scenes that were really crap? I don't know. Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, even worse. I mean, if, 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 I mean, I, I'd hate to see the ones that didn't make the cut. But see, here's the thing: they're they're crap out of context. If they were in the movie, then it's sort of just like, oh, okay, whatever. They're not crap. They're just short, and they're not you know some epic battle or anything. They're just little transitional scenes to, to stick well, in the movie. I know you had this up here earlier, and we didn't talk about it, but there wasn't really any bloopers. There are yeah. never bloopers, though. Yeah, there there haven't been bloopers in a while, have there? I don't think there's ever been a segment where there's bloopers. Oh, there was kind of bloopers. I mean, when Harry bat, bat I mean Hermione batted Harry well, on the head. Yeah, but I mean, they never had an actual segment where there were like, bloopers or here outtakes. are the bloopers. They never had them. Well, that's probably gonna be yeah. another DVD. They had uh, Alfie and Matt bloopers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ultimate Ultimate Editions. That's what's coming on those. The Harry Potter bloopers special for the for, and you gotta imagine. I mean, ten years of filming. Ten, oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be hours of bloopers. Yeah, like yeah. hilarious bloopers. Yeah. Especially when they were kids and messing up even more. I remember <laughs> all, again. I, we're gonna. By the way, we're gonna talk about the ultimate editions on the next DVD. I keep bringing the stuff up because there's a lot of content. On the next DVD. On the next yeah, episode. You guys spent about twenty minutes talking about it this this episode. Well, I keep throwing factoids in because I'm just so excited. Andrew, factoid, factoid, factoid. But they they were saying how the kids used to, you know, where. These days, you know, three or four takes. Back in the old days, tons of takes. Tons of takes, you know. And pranks. And pranks. No, you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. We, we, we actually, me, Andrew, and Matt just watched the first film the other day. And it was, was it awesome. Was a good, it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we can stop. Well, I mean, I mean, just like seeing them now and seeing them then, it's just like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. It's, yep. like, it's like looking at your baby pictures or something. That's Devil's Snare. <laughs> so, guys, look, we've been recording for almost two hours now. Um, Which means one more hour to go. I know. 
I think it's 21 more hours. I think it's time to wrap up. I have to pee very badly. Oh, to TMI, TMI, TMI. <laughs> and I simply cannot leave the show. But there's 970 people calls? on here. I know it's hard. Like, it's Andrew, hard to leave. You can't say bye to 970 it, people. It's every all good things must come to an end, Ben. But it's been a lot of fun. These past two hours have flown by. Frankly, it feels like we just started. Um, So um, before we wrap up, though, we do want to talk to you guys about a couple things. Um, First of all, a little announcement related to Muggle Space. You know, uh, Muggle Space is approaching its one, uh, its, its first anniversary. One year I old. I don't believe that, dude. Muggle Space will be one year old on Christmas, I think. Did we launch have it on I, Christmas or Christmas I, Eve? Have I not been paying attention to Muggle Space for an entire year? I think so. Have I been ignoring its existence for You're a year? You're missing out on the best social network ever. It's better than Facebook. It's better than MySpace. I mean, nothing can compare. So, um, there, to celebrate the one year anniversary, the Muggle Space staff have organized a new uh, a con- uh, a, a contest. Uh, they want users to come up with a three-minute video of what the network, the Muggle Space network, means to you. Because, you know, a lot of people have made th- friends through Muggle Space, and it's great. It's really cool. Um, so they're looking for people to come up with around three-minute videos uh, showing, uh, talking uh, of you, talking about, you know, what the Muggle Space means to you and uh, the greatest Muggle Space moments. So visit MuggleSpace.com, and right there on the main page on the center, I see Matt's on it right now. Yep, He's I'm- working on his video. Um, find more details there. MuggleSpace.com. Approaching its one-year anniversary. MuggleSpace, MuggleSpace, MuggleSpace. Also, um, later this month, we are going to be doing another... Li- er, I spoke too soon. Uh, we're going to be doing another MuggleCast. Maybe we'll do it live. Maybe he- um, we want to do a year-in-review show like we do at the end of every year. But maybe we should do it live because, you know, it's a year-in-review. I love live shows, Andrew. Me too. It's fun. And this will be, you know, we're ushering a new decade here. This is, you know, a big deal. Let's just be live. Huge. Forget about live. Uh, or let's forget about like a New Year's Eve party. Let's just New Year's Eve with the Muggle Casters. New, New Year's Eve, you think? Well, yeah, because we'll count down to New Year's. You know, uh, it was it was a joke. Like, oh, okay. Uh, okay. I was saying. Oh, I, it, I Andrew, must Andrew, need to check my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Your what schedule. Uh, instead of taking, well, since you're not taking live calls, what do you guys think about that Lego? Uh, trailer. Did you guys see? And it's, and it's on the DVD too. Where? Yeah, it's pretty one cool. One of the previous for the Lego oh years one through four. It is very cool. I, I, I think Legos. we'll discuss that on the next episode. We'll catch up on all the news. You know. Yo, Andrew, uh, is there something going on next summer that we wanted to tell listeners about? Oh yeah, I guess that's another thing. Um, Infinitus 2010. Infinitus2010.org is the site. Uh, it's a Harry Potter conference by the makers of all the Harry Potter conferences. Sorry, it's not Infinitus. Or what is it? Infinity and except uh, you know terminus, you know terminus hey, and leaky. Kind. So so are we? Uh, are we gonna? Are we gonna be doing a muggle cast <laughs> at at that event? Um, I don't know. I don't From know. From inside Hogwarts Castle in the Islands of Adventure. Oh, I hope so. But you never know. So infinitus2010.org is the site where you can register for the next Harry Potter conference. It's going to be held July fifteenth through the eighteenth in Orlando, Florida. Right in the resort where the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is going to be in Universal Studios. So it's going to be fantastic. I proposed a idea to Ben the other day for a panel, and I think we're going to do it. Do you remember that, Ben? Don't reveal oh. it now. Oh, don't reveal Okay. But it's going to be very moving. It's going to be – I really think I may cry. It may – I mean – I'm crying just thinking about it. Brings tears to my eyes. Like sad. Like I'm going to be very sad. Uh, so again, infinitus2010.org. We hope to see you there. We hope to be doing a podcast there. Um, if you register, please put MuggleNet in the little referral box. We'd really appreciate that. And again, we hope to see you there. It's always a lot of fun to be meeting with uh, 
the, the the listeners and hang out with them and to go to the dance with them, you know. And if you're looking for a date to the dance, like hit me up on Twitter or something. <laughs> ben Shane. Ben, you know as well as I do, they get younger every year. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and like I said, later this month we will do a year in review show. Maybe we'll do it live. Uh, but we'll see. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Ustream tonight. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, there were over 1,200 people at one point listening. And thank thanks you. for making us a trend. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> really appreciate the support from you guys after all these years. Um, the podcast awards are going to be announced. Uh, when is It's this weekend, Micah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, so, right. Can you remind the listeners what the deal we made with them was? So if we win... If MuggleCast wins the Best Produced and Entertainment Awards, like we were nominated for, if we win, Ben and I will be doing a, a rendition of uh, uh, Bad Romance featuring ga, ga, featuring Fox and Dumbledore. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We, oh. We've been rehearsing in the studio. It's big stuff's coming out of that. Big stuff. Yeah, that's hilarious. Our, our album might drop next spring sometime. <laughs> <laughs> how, how well, um, at a marketing standpoint, do you think that song's going to do? Oh, I mean, my producer, he's, he's telling me to make it the single, but, you know, we're don't, still... Don't know yet. Don't we don't know, know yet. yet. You, can, you can put on the EP cover from best-selling author Ben Shane. <laughs> yes, indeed. To, to watch the podcast awards, Micah will be there. He'll be accepting the award for, for us on behalf of MuggleCast. Um, we're going to embed the video right on MuggleCast.com so you can watch Micah accept the award. It's like a digital ceremony, so he's not actually – like you'll, you'll, you'll hear yeah, him. Too talk. bad I'm not going to Hawaii. Isn't that where that guy is based out of? <laughs> that is where he is. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a digital ceremony? Yes. Like, it was last year as well. Oh, oh it's not going to be in Burbank or, or where was that? that uh, Ontario, California. Yeah. 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 So, no, it will not be that. Um, so it's going to be digital. You'll be able to uh, watch the ceremony on MuggleCast.com, and if he wins, Ben will – if if we win, uh, Ben and I will head straight to the studio and begin recording um, what will be one of the greatest Lady Gaga remakes of all time. So listen again, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the show today. And, and hold on a second, Andrew. You're, 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 just, you're just rushing things here. I don't like it. I don't care if you have to go pee. Um, I was going to say was, uh, don't we, don't, did we ask them to vote for us on Podcast Alley? Oh, no, we didn't. Well, it's a live show. Things are a little different. Now. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, didn't, know, didn't quite know the landscape, bro. Uh, yeah, don't forget to vote for us on Podcast Alley. It, it is a new month. It is MuggleCast December. So please vote for us by going to PodcastAlley.com and placing your vote there again. We really do appreciate it. You know, Ben, as a tribute to um, you and Emma, play an Elton John song. For you, I, I'm thinking Saturday night's all right no, to no, lead us put, out. Put on, uh, put on your song because it's not happy. But it's something a little more upbeat. Come on, I, 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 okay, oh, don't, right. go, okay do don't go breaking my heart. All right. Don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> We're gonna go for Saturday night live. <laughs> or Saturday night's all right. Thank you everyone for listening. Let's try to do this live. I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Ben Shane. Oh, I'm Eric Scott. Oh, I'm Matt Britton. It worked. I did it. it. No, I did it. Well, yeah, Mike and Eric, you two talked at the same time, but it's all right because it's live. Thanks, My everyone. name is Longer, so I ended after him. <laughs> so it worked. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you next time for episode 187. Bye-bye. Saturday, 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 Saturday. That was easy.